All right, Zig, just because you said that, we're actually not going to start anymore. Okay? Oh. We'll hit the outro music. We're out this bitch. I'm just kidding. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to HGS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 276 for the week of February 26th, 2023. The title of this week's episode is HCS Charlotte Post Show, the beginning of a beautiful rivalry. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yes. My name is JK Fire. My voice is fucking shot. Will. This is Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem in the, again, new HCS Pro Talk Flex Fit hat. Don't fucking point to your jersey. The new HCS Pro Talk Flex Fit hat at the new merch store, exclamation point merch and chat. And of course, the world championship. Optic Gaming Jersey. Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing? Zig, I have a story to tell about that. Don't you worry, and it's not a good one. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh, but I'm doing fine. Come oh, I should say, Will, how are you doing on this Tuesday, Tuesday. evening? Yeah, yeah. Uh, doing fine. Doing good. Get to talk some Halo here after an exciting event. Yeah, an unbelievable and, event. Yeah, you're rocking the... Uh, the baby blue optic sweater. I am. You said there's a story behind it. Do you want For to tell better now? or worse? Uh, no, it'll wait till a topic because it has to do with the event as a whole. So it'll wait till the topic. But okay. do know that while I am wearing optic gaming merch, while we have an optic gaming jersey behind and Will is wearing one, doesn't mean we're entirely biased towards an organization. There will be some critical feedback given. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Let's just say I was lucky to get one. Based off of how things happened at the event. And Mouse, we're going to talk about that shortly as well. Don't you worry about it. Uh, before we get into the episode of the show, I want to give a warm welcome back to the fine guy, Burt Bomain, Swole Danny, Colonel Flom, Ziggler, Beth with the 34, holy shit, month resub. This is going to be really tough, but I'm going to try to do it. You get a woo! Oh, we're back. Hey. Ooh. Hey, it's strained hey. a little bit. I'm not going to lie. That kind of hurt, but we're back. Um, Mouse and the Ronin. Welcome back to the show. Hope everyone's having a great day. VGG Hacker with the primer and the follow. Hey, you get you. a woo! And there's, there's where it drops down a little bit. Thank you very much. It was great meeting you. It was great meeting you, man. Holy shit. You kidding me? Are you going to go to the Optic Major? We'll see each other again. Again. All right. Lottie. Hello. Everybody fucking claps for Lottie in the chat. What a great job she did all weekend long too. Big shout out Lottie. Yes. And Lottie, I'm just going to say this too. Um, I apologize if I was over the top seeing you on Sunday. Uh, at the event, not after the event, but at the event. At the event, I was a little tipsy, but... Just know that you're amazing. You did a phenomenal job. The whole crew did a phenomenal job. And uh, that's, yeah, just know that. Just know that. Hacker says, drove 10 hours to Charlotte and got uh, put on your podcast by my boy, and now I'm hooked. Love you, man. Thank you, and welcome. High train has started. Colonel Flom, what the fuck is happening? What Whoa, the fuck is happening? Colonel Flom with the sub and Beth with the five gifted. Woo, it's all around. God damn. Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? What do we got? We got our HCS Charlotte Post show because, duh, that's basically <laughs> what we're going to be talking about. You're lovely, Lottie. Holy hot damn. Um, Oh, loved every second of it. Loved every second of it. Uh, kills. Yo, sup, indeed. We here. You here. We're all here. Let's talk about Halo. Will, competitive news. Hit the shit. 
SWAT Nation announces partnership with Face It. That's really it. I don't know why I copied the text of the tweet when that's literally what the tweet says. So that's pretty fucking cool. Brando, welcome to the live show as well. Diligent, welcome back. Good to see you. Won an event indeed. Esports Arena Series E returns on March 6th. $1,000 prize pool. Sign up or don't. That's up to you. Halo Data Hive is almost back to 100% is my Halo Data Hive. And he says, I'm getting close to having Halo Data Hive back up and running like it used to. Hashtag soon. Can't wait. Can't wait indeed. And then, yes, the big one that dropped today, the Halo Infinite ranked update by the Tosh Meister himself. I did not call him that at the event, so, so I'm, we still I'm, got two for the year. Oh yeah, if we're if we're counting in person, then yes. Okay. Based on player feedback, this morning we deployed an update to the ranked playlist in Halo Infinite to match players based on CSR rather than hidden MMR. This should promote a more upfront and transparent ranked experience. We'll monitor the feedback and performance now and after the ranked reset taking place when season three launches to ensure the matching experience is performing as expected. A big thanks to the various teams at 343 for shipping this highly requested update. Good luck. Have fun. Thank fucking God this happened. That's my thought. Yeah, I hope all uh, turns out well for it. Uh, I don't know uh, what matchmaking is going to look like. You know, sometimes you get those uh, random players in your game. You're like, why were they here? You know, their their visible rating is not what the rest of the lobby is, and maybe this will even things out. Two things. One, I just touched your leg. Hey. Two, um, there was somebody who asked on Twitter, and I apologize that I'm forgetting your handle, but they, they asked, what does this actually mean? Because they're not really well-versed in all this. The, the short of it is, hopefully what this does is that you are matched more consistently with where your rank is. There you go. Like that, that if it works as it should, that's the short of it. Uh, Vem says, I've noticed a much more positive experience. Well, that's fucking great. Also, welcome back. Young's welcome back as well. Good to see you. Mythic, welcome back to you as well. Um, Will can talk about the matches later on in the Will's Adventure segment of the show as well. I don't know if I want to get into that. Oh, I think you absolutely do. Will... Ooh, that's it for the competitive news. What would we what do we typically have next? Roster Media. Uh but nothing to talk about at this time. So Sick. there's some stuff in the topic that we'll talk about, but yes. that's obviously later. So we'll move on. Indeed, in in deedly doodly. Um Roster Mania shirt in the shop as well. Check that shit that's out. That's great. Next up, it's our upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCom.com. Check out NoobCom.com for all your Halo eSports needs. Daily tournaments, Z-League, and First Blood. I don't fucking know if they're still actually happening, but if they're there, they're there, and you can sign up for them. Cool. Briggs, welcome back. Tuesday, February 28th, that's today, the Halo Agent 4 before is taking place. On Saturday, March 4th, the uh, Honda Fan Cup finale is taking place as well. And Sunday, March 5th, the Pure Delights Halo Infinite doubles tournament. Those are all there. And uh, that's it for the upcoming terms of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs. Thunders. Watch a guy trying uh, guy trying matchmaking change uh, that fries in BTB, and he's matching mid-onyx. Well, well, I mean, hey, if that's what he does, it's what he does. When is the next open tourney? If you're talking about major, then the next major that includes an open bracket will be in will be the Optic Major in Arlington which is the very end of June into the beginning of July. 
online. Oh boy. I think those start up very soon. Like within the next couple weeks, something like that. I think the, uh, right. I mean, do I do some research here? Yeah. Go, go find the roadmap online. Do your fucking job. Will. I'm just kidding. It's not, it's not even your job. It's just, I'm just being an asshole now. Uh, scrim tournament league recaps. Will, did you, uh, you want to switch the fucking thingamajiggy? Sweet. Um, well, Will's just, looking that you're up. You're on fire tonight. I, I am. I am. Because I'm wanting to get to the topic as soon as we possibly can here. But that doesn't mean other shit didn't happen. So while Will's looking for that, I'm actually going to run through this real quick because there's only one. Um, Halo Wars 2 six-year anniversary World Cup 2v2 results. Will, the results may surprise you. Third place was CYM, L Hex Zero, and Arenti. Second was EOD Ranty, which is Alm Ranty 99 and EOD Spartan Seb. Remember those names? Yeah. But do you remember this name? I bet you do. And first place was Yin and Yang, which was XCA5 and Rock Generation. Rock Generation. Let's go. There it is. And that's it for the uh, that's it for the tournament league recaps of the week. Will, it's time to get into our topic, which is the main talking point of the show. And obviously, if you didn't fucking know what it was already, it's the HCS Charlotte Post Show, bitches. <laughs> we made it. We made it. Um, as far as open series. Um, it was also said that March 12th, the Open Series 2K from Hacker. He perfect. It. You got it. Thank you. Oh, man. What's up, Jolt? Says here for a live one. Wow, you are. Welcome. Welcome to the live show. We are live. We're kicking. We're happening. I'm not going to say fucking, but, you know. Pool play. <laughs> pool play happened. It did. Um. We'll quickly go through the uh, pool play results here. In pool A, FaZe took the uh, number one seed, obviously, 3-0 in that pool. Shopify, Rebellion, Proton, and Navi all went one and two in the pool. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, we have a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker! It's like a combo breaker from Killer Instinct, if anybody got that fucking reference. It's been a while since I... It's been a while. It's been a while since I've been. Uh, Navi lost out on that tiebreaker. So yeah, unfortunate. Uh, And we'll actually have more to talk about Argyle, the versatile trash pile, because I'm renaming it that, even though it wasn't necessarily Argyle's fault, but it definitely had part of an issue. Clutch, welcome back. Volp, welcome back as well. If I didn't already say that before. I apologize. And Maddie, go fuck yourself. But hey, welcome back too. All right. Are you going to hit the button? Hey. Is hey. in the chat. Fuck you. Love you, Maddie. I want, oh, I was hoping you were going to press the button again after oh. I said fuck you. I want you to Does do this it. Is going to happen now? Oh, okay, we, now yeah, we can't get back on weird. with the show unless we do this. Hey, right. fuck you. Get rid of that. Oh, we're not getting rid of it. They are programmed into the stream deck, my man. They are there. They're there. All right. Uh, pool B, pool Opti B. Gaming, 3-0. Yeah. Sentinels, 2-1. Quadrant, 1-2. And Cloud9, 0-3. Sheesh. Pool C, G1, 3-0. Native White. Oh, here's where the fun began. Native White, 2-1. and one. Believe the Hype, 1-2. and two. And Luminosity, 0-3. Oh Remember what I said last week, ladies and gentlemen? 
Will, do you remember what I said last week? Um, you said a lot of things last week. What, I did. What are you talking about in particular here? The team that makes it out of open bracket and makes it into pool C has a real opportunity to do something. That, yes. And I said, if native white gets into pool C based of how things work out, they can really do something. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. <laughs> All right. Except I didn't. My predictions fucking were awful. But hey, they fucking did something, and I'm happy about that. And then in Pool D, Space Station went three and zero. Complexity went two and one. TSS went one and two. And Divine Mind went zero and three. Now you may be asking yourself, "Hey, what the fuck, Pool D? That had Native Red in that bitch. Mm. Where'd they go? What happened to Native Red? Why is TSS up in that bitch? We'll talk about that later as well. Stay tuned." And then other people may also be asking themselves, what the fuck? Why is Quadrant and Poopy still? Why the fuck are they still there? It all makes sense as we continue on in the show. Jimmy Neutron, Logan, welcome back with the four-monther as well. You get a woo! Greatly appreciated. Here we go. Yeah. Also, and the unfortunate thing is that uh, Leftovers and Native Red, because they were in the open bracket, they nearly did not make it into pools. So... I mean, they didn't make it into pools, and they narrowly would have made it in. Yeah, they were, they were close. Yes, yes, they were very close. Um, so unfortunate there. And then a piece of feedback. Okay, I understand that the rules that were in place will was for the for the Charlotte qualifier. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to plead King Jay's case here. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna try to plead King Jay's case. So Jay, if you hear this. Uh, after thinking about it for a minute, I'm like, you know, that kind of is kind of weird how they didn't do this. So they had two qualifiers for Charlotte, okay? Because your your one points were scrubbed, basically. Right. So the first qualifier was seeded based off of your one points, right? Yep. And then based off who won that tournament is the seeding for the Charlotte pool qualifier. And then the top six of that qualifier in North America would get pool play spots with the other two that were getting pool play spots based off how many points they had. Yes. Okay. So here's a piece of feedback moving forward. Don't do that. Instead, instead I have a solution. I'm not just being an asshole and just being like, that's fucking terrible. Scrap that shit. No. Instead of just having the top six, based off seeds, based off of the results of that qualifier for pools, and then the other two being based off points, just have the top eight. Because, again, this is pleading King Jay's case here. If it was the top eight from the Charlotte from the Charlotte major qualifier, not the open qualifier, the major qualifier, then leftovers would have been in pools. Because they, they were seventh, eighth in that in the major qualifier but points to fuck them over because since they were seventh, eighth, it was only the top two teams in terms of points. And they weren't one of those two mm. because they didn't make top six. So just, just a piece of feedback for moving forward. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Will, do you want to run through the four V four results for me? All right. Do you want me to do the, the players names as well? 
Yeah, you can do the players' names. And yeah, and start with ninth through twelfth. Yep, go so all the way through through ninth, ninth through twelfth. Uh, TSS Esports that was Super CC Swish Mortally Inceptify, also Quadrant SLG Sika to Foxy and Legend. Proton was Posey Haynes Common and Breaking Shot, and also in ninth through twelfth, believe the hype. Monster Bone, Precision, and Neuronical. Real quick before you continue, Maddie says, I think they I think they said they did that to make the open 2K and points more relevant. That's fine. But when there were no points to be had in the first place, besides the open qualifier, what's the point? Like, there's, I get the reason why they had an open qualifier and then a major qualifier because nothing really had existed. This is the brand new year. But now that everything's been established... Whatever. Go ahead, Will. Sorry. It's all good. Seventh through eighth, Complexity, uh, Tusk, Zero, Cycle, and Suppressed, and Sentinels, Lethal, King, Nick, Collect, and Spartan. Uh, fifth through six, Gamers First, Falcated, Boo Boo, Doo Boo, Suspector, and Sab, and Shopify Rebellion, Rain, Mental, Ryan Noob, and Carmea. The kind of shocker of the tournament coming in fourth place. Native Gaming White, Barcode, Mickwin, Tapping Buttons, and Gilkey. Third place going to Space Station. Bound Penguin, Stellar, and Eco. Face Clan in second. Frosty, Royal 2, Renegade, and Snakebite. And take it first, Optic Gaming, APG, Lucid, Trippy, and Formal. Sick. Go through the FFA results too, please. Perfect. FFA. Eighth place went to Command Station. Seventh, uh, Dog7. Sixth, Persecute. Fifth, Goober. Fourth, uh, Durderf. Third, Clay. Second, Envor. And first went to Glory GG's. Thank you very much. And yes, Max, it makes sense. But at the same time, it's like I just I just find it funny that the the those last two placings, instead of taking seventh eighth from the actual major qualifier, were just try it. it it appeared as though it feels as though it's an excuse to make the points mean something more in whatever they make the rules, not me, but it is what it is. But without that, you don't have top teams playing in that first tournament, right? You need the points and the, no, seating. because the, the first tournament was for seating. Sure. For that. The, the first qualifier was seating for the major qualifier. Right. Yeah. Like I said, I understand the reasoning why they have the points. I do. And it, now the points are are more relevant than before. It's just, it is funny in hindsight, looking back at it, that only the top six from that, like only the top, top six qualified for pools, and then those other two that placed top eight were just like, well, if you didn't have the points necessary, then fuck you. So. But it also... Playing in two tournaments gets a better, I guess, average, right? Mm-hmm. Of where these teams are. Oh, for sure. Just luck on one tournament for a major. For sure. Um, Briggs, uh, that'd be cool, but it ain't fucking happening. Malum, welcome back. And uh, don't worry, we just started the topic. You're good. Notable series. Yeah. Before we get into the event as a whole. Losers round two was Native White. Going up against Sentinels. It was one of the last matches of the night, basically. And uh, the only game I want to talk about was game five. 
Slayer on Streets. Collect, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. 38 to 29, Will. Sentinels had a nine kill lead. Nine. And then stop there. 47 to 40. Okay. Sentinels had a seven kill lead with only needing three kills to win the game. Enter native fucking white. <laughs> Some fresh slays and a new set of rockets. Now somehow only down by one kill, 47 to 48. And by some unbelievable play by Native Gaming, they turned the tides at the absolute last second to win the game 50-48 to and the series 3-2. to Native White are literally one series away from securing top four at their first major LAN event with an unretired Bikwin, a hungry Gilkey, and international superstars in tapping buttons and barcode. So can the unthinkable happen? Well, hey, it's competitive Halo. Anything could fucking happen, Will. And boy, happened, did it. Losers round three, Native White went up against G1. This is the last match in the night. This was not streamed. I mean, this was streamed. This wasn't casted. This is on a feature station, okay? There is a little controversy around this series as well. Um, We'll talk about that in a little bit as we get to the overall event stuff. But either way, Cue the technical difficulties in game one. It was strongholds on recharge. Mm-hmm. G1 were ahead in the game before the reset, 158 to 104. Now it's time to see if the momentum had stopped. Unfortunately for G1, it seems like it had. Native White come back out swinging, taking the game 250 to 128. Slippery Gecko, welcome back. Fanged and Omega, welcome back to you guys as well. They did a full replay on that, right? Uh, I think they did. If they went to 250. Yeah. Right? Um. And it was, I think they, that decision was made because the crash or whatever happened happened at the time of a um, stronghold change. And then, you know, that allowed time to tick up to make them go ahead before they stopped the game officially. Yes. It wasn't a full, it was differential. Thank you, Tools. And shout out fucking LVT and everyone for, oh, we'll, we'll get to that soon too. We'll get to that soon. Don't you worry, man. Pancakes, no, you're not late. You're just in time. Game two is Slayer on Aquarius. Holy lead changes in game swings, Batman. G1 survived with a game win of 50 to 48. That one went down to the fucking wire too. There was like G1 was up by a shit ton. Native White was up by a shit ton. It just kept going like this until the very last moments of the game. There's that. Game three was oddball and live fire. Not a whole lot to say here. The Native White went in nearly dominant fashion 2-0. So there's that. And... Then we have game game four, King of the Hill on streets. G1 opened with a very commanding lead, three to one. But then disaster struck. Native White are able to capture the Rockets Hill and then proceed to never look back, capping three hills in succession to win the game four to three in the series three to one. This marks the highest placing of any international player at a major. And there were two on this team. Mm-hmm. Mickwin unretires. Gets top four, his first event back after a year and change out of the scene. And Gilkey finally, like, is getting, I mean, he. I feel like he's always gotten some recognition, but it feels like he's getting the most that he, like, he's getting what he deserves now, you know? 
I don't know if people slept on him too much, like an APG back in the day. You know, sure. like as no nobody should be sleeping on an APG or a Gilkey or anything like that. It's just like what you see or hear or any shit like that. Um, we need a Mick Win pun here. I made one during the event. Don't worry, I did. And uh, as Colonel says, I know people are going to be looking at collect, and that's my problem too. Is that I'm hoping, and I truly believe he can, because I know he has the drive, and I know he wants to be better and win. Um, with the veteran talent that he has alongside him, with Lethal being in all these situations before, with a coach like Chig at the helm as well, who's been a veteran in the space for a very, very long time. I truly believe he can hone things in and hone in on his craft. One of the one of the issues that I had was this one of the same things with uh barcode on native white. And yes, there were many a time where no, it was not his first land. There were many a time where you'll look back at a barcode and you'll be like, oh, he made some amazing plays, right? But I also feel he was too aggressive a lot of the time. And it's it's just one of those things that with the veteran talent that he has alongside him too, and I know he's hungry and know he wants to win, like these players are only going to get better. Like these are nitpicks, right? These are nitpicks, but I, I'm just worried. The reason why I look at it is because when you watch these games being played and these players do have the capability to make some amazing plays, and amazing moves. It's the non-amazing plays that could cost you a game that could cost you a series. And it's a team-based game. It's not all on one individual. There's a lot of different situations and circumstances during each and every game that could turn the tides. So I'm not blaming one player. I'm not blaming one play. It's more so everybody knows what they need to do to get better. And everyone knows that they can get better. There's no, there's no point in complacency and they're not being complacent. They know what they need to do. They know how to get better. They're going to try to get better and they'll bring the heat the next event. They're going to bring the heat next event. Um, yeah, then they got fucking three owed by space station. So there's that. Can't say I didn't see that coming. Unfortunate, but I, I'm looking at, I was looking at the bracket and whatnot. I'm like, you, you guys had a lot of good practice coming through the open bracket and faced a shit ton of teams, but that was, man, I was worried as soon as you hit those top ones, that, that was going to yeah. be scary. I think looking at the teams at play here, the top three are going to be the top three for a while. 1000% Colonel. That's exactly it. And I know that they have the skill to do it. I know they have the skill to do it. Like a barcode to collect all the young guns coming up in the scene. As long as they have that drive and they have that mentality that they want to continue to get better and they're receptive to feedback, then the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit for them. Prez with the resub. Thank you so much. Get a woo! Greatly appreciated. Um. So yeah. There's that. Then we have winner's final. Optic versus phase. 
The one everyone was waiting for. The one everyone was waiting for. The thing that's going to set up what I believe to be the rivalry. And I mean, like, friendly. I don't mean, like, a mean rivalry or anything like that. But just, like, the friendly rivalry between two incredible teams throughout the rest of the year. And this is nothing against Space Station. This is nothing against a native white, a native red even, G1, whatever. This is just... After watching this event, and this this goes to prove to everybody, I really hope everybody fucking understands at this point that online doesn't mean anything. That all these teams, these teams are phenomenal regardless if they play online or on land. But this matchup was the one that, like you said, everyone had been waiting for. This is what all the marbles came down to, and we're only in winter final. But this is what everybody expected to have happen. Let me just say that if there was ever, like if they gave, I thought they did at one point, but maybe they got away from it or some shit. Maybe I'm stupid, but I thought that at some point in time during an event, maybe Halo 5 or earlier or whatever, they had like an MVP of the event award. Let's just say if that event, if that award existed today, Trippy Holy shit. Yeah. Like it's a team game. Okay. This is, these are team. This is a team based game. Every player is fighting to win. Every player is trying to make their teammates better. But man, trippy just, I'm not going to say put the team on his back, but man, he made he made all the plays, all the plays. Drippy Trippy made all the plays. Um, so that was insane. Colonel says Trippy embodied the Michael Jordan meme in real time after the dog tag ceremony to start Sunday. Absolutely, absolutely. Somebody after after this series, I, there's a fucking joke I want to say as well. Not even a joke, but someone like replied to us on Twitter with a meme. Um. Oh, fuck it was hilarious but either way so optic beat phase three to two and that if that was any indication of how the rest of the tournament was going to go or the rest of the year is going to go you know we're in we're in for a good time we're in for a good time so losers final was phase versus ssg to put things into perspective here ssg formerly cloud nine had never not made a grand final all last year Okay, so the question in my mind was, would the streak continue? Daddy, I think it was. I think it was. It was uh, somebody, somebody replied to us like, how, how, uh, um, like how it was versus how it's going or something like that. And look, you should find it. Will. it's, it's fucking hilarious. I laughed so hard, but this, this series happened. And uh, FaZe just, FaZe looked dominant. FaZe just looked dominant from the get-go. They 3-0'd SSG in the loser final. Um, and so this uh, would officially mark the first time in over a year that SSG, or the first time, I guess, in the Halo Infinite era, that SSG, formerly Cloud9, have not made a grand final. How it started versus how it's going. That's that's yeah. it. It was so funny. It was so funny. Uh, 
so congratulations to FaZe and unfortunate for SSG, their tournament ride ends a little shorter of where they'd want it to. Then we get to the grand finals. Oh, I even forgot to say, like, hold on, I'm getting the way winner finals. Yeah, the reverse, that was reverse sweep. sweep. I was getting way oh, too. Yeah, ahead I was of gonna. Myself. I was gonna. Please do bring it back to that. Please do bring it back. Yeah, that was. Um, I totally forgot. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They did the whole. They went behind the screen. They talked it out, and I, I wonder if someone saw the flaw in the in the phase setup or whatever. Because that it's like the switch got flipped. Like what Sentinels or Tox Optic used to do to other teams back in the day in H five. And Optic just ran away. They did. They did. They did. They did. But yeah, that was... That was crazy. And it, it like like chat saying, it's going to be... It's going to be those two... It's going to be those two teams all year long. All year long. SSG can make a case... G1, if they, they need to improve a good amount, but if they make they could make a case eventually, all these teams are great. All these teams are amazing. But like optic phase, man. Every team has holes. Every team has holes. Every team has things that they know that they can fix, that they know that they need to work on. But it's just those holes are a little bit smaller on phase and optic than the rest of the teams. Yeah. And as we saw from statistics as well. Just because a team has better stats overall in the tournament doesn't mean you're winning the tournament. You know, it's just not the case. There's a reason why we try to ingrain it in everybody's fucking head is that it's a team-based game. Stats aren't everything. I mean, I can you can even break that down to smaller levels too. Not even at the highest level. Um, playing with some people over the weekend, and we were out slaying some teams like on oddball, but mm -hmm. it was the fact that they were making us work across the map more than we made them that we we lost the game. We were had, we had to take more engagements to earn ground. So even though someone can have a high KD, it doesn't always turn into objective success. Um, Prof easy. Thanks for stopping by. I just saw the tweet. And no, I did not know that, but it doesn't surprise me in the fucking slightest. It sucks. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't surprise me in the slightest. So to Venom GG, go fuck yourselves. Um, And yes, Ronan says, Trippy staying alive in the live fire king of the hill was legend. Yes. Yup. Yup. So. Unbelievable. Unbelievable stuff. Yeah, reverse sweep. Out of all things in the winner's final, a reverse sweep. So then we get to the grand finals. And lo and behold, it's optic first phase again, as this is expected to see. This series had everything. Everything you could ever ask for. Back and forth games. Big plays. Everything. But I don't care about any of that. You know why I don't care about any of that, Will? Hmm. 
because of game five or game seven for that matter. Game seven. Slayer on streets. If I'm not mistaken, Will, if we if we fast forward. Are you got the VOD up right now? Oh, I do. Because if I'm not mistaken, the unthinkable happened again. And APG brought it up in his stream today. Optic won the game 42 to 41. And time ran out. Went to time. It went to time. On streets, no less. Like yeah. Argyle, I could see going to, t- I mean, not Argyle, uh, fucking Empyrean, I could see going to time. You know, sure. Empyrean people hide back in their in their bases. You know, people like just hang around. It is what it is. Th- those games are slow, but on streets, going to time in a Slayer. And winning forty two to forty one. And APG brought up a good point in his stream today is that he talked about how the same thing happened to them in, it might've been the major qualifier, but it was the opposite way around phase one via the one kill. Yeah. Instead. But to have a tournament come down to a singular kill time running down on streets, no less. I'm looking at, I know, I know stats don't necessarily matter that much, but I'm looking at stat lines right now. Lucid was five and 11 that game with 13 assists. Putting down damage. That man shot everyone. (laughs) Oh, he always does. That man shot. I mean, Hey, it's one of, it's one of the tips that he gave. If you want to improve in Halo Infinite is fucking shoot people. Um, Epic Gamer, the original. Thank you for the follow. I apologize for missing that earlier. Welcome to the live show. So, as I sit back and I think about this event, before we get into like the event thoughts and the controversies and shit like that, Meek, welcome back. It was really good to meet you and see you in uh, in Charlotte. And uh, I'm sorry we didn't talk more, but know that I greatly appreciate you and you're amazing. Uh, shout out you and your wife. And thank you both for your service as well. Thank you. Um, Looking back at it in our predictions, right? Truly thought that, and, and, and I sit here and I say all the time that online doesn't mean anything. But in taking online out of this, Okay, taking online out of the equation entirely. We know what Sentinels were like at the beginning of Infinite and all of Halo 5. They were world championship tier players who were incredible. And they won a lot. Okay, so take that team, replace Lethal with Renegade, who is also a world champion, and... It looks on paper to be the next coming of fucking Christ. You know? It's on paper they looked 
I mean, hell, online and on land, they look incredible as well. What the fuck am I talking about hypothetically or whatever? No, they, they're amazing. They, they're an incredible team. And this was their first land as that roster. Okay. But I just thought with the pickup of Renegade, and if what, if what was said was true, where that's where Renegade wanted to be was with them. Now that he's finally happy where he's at, they could really shit. They, they could fucking just dominate. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yep. And Optic, they just did. They did what they did at Worlds last year. They did what they did at Orlando last year. They proved that they are the best team at the moment in the game. So, that's... Congratulations to them. They played unbelievably well. FaZe played unbelievably well as well. Yeah. It was just, as the players are saying, it just comes down to little things that had happened that had turned the tides. So, they absolutely killed it. And no, I'm not swinging too far optic. Yes, they had to play lights out, daddy. But at the same time, it's like both teams played incredibly well. Both teams played incredibly well all weekend long. All weekend long. Fang says, uh, how much growth do you think FaZe has in front of them? Do you think they'll get better as they get used to playing games with Renegade, or is it not that big of a deal to add him? I, I'll say this. There's a reason why I predicted that Snakebite wins best objective player two years in a row. Go back and watch their games. Look who picked up objective most often. I believe it was Snakebite. But no, every... It, to answer your question, Fanged, I think every team has growth in front of them. I think every team has growth in front of them, whether it be minute details or massive gaps in their gameplay that they find, right? I can't sit here and be like, oh, this team's a fucking awful Argyle CTF team, you know, because it's new. Every team knows what they need to work on. So... I think that FaZe understand what they need to do to what they need to fix. And I think having Renegade on that team who you know is hungry, they're all hungry. But now that he is supposedly just happy where he's at, you know that he, oh man, the only thing he wants to do, the body disrespect proved it all. He wants, he wants that shit, man. He wants that win more than anything. Should have waited, but I, she absolutely should have waited. <laughs> but, uh, and, and, uh, APG was talking about how he doesn't do that shit because he doesn't, want it to necessarily backfire. So he doesn't do any of that. He doesn't do any of the body disrespect. So, uh, outlaw opinions on shooting bodies. Was it a curse on phase? No, it was never a curse on phase. There's no, there's no such thing as that. At the end of the day, guys, I'm not like at the end of the day, one team ended up playing better than the other. And in this case, at this event in the grand final, Optic just happened to play better than than uh phase. And no, it's never a bad move to get that confident. Renegade's a very confident player. Renegade Renegade is a very confident player. They're all confident. And like Tools mentioned, looks like the old Tox is back. Frosty shot bodies all the time. When it was when it was the uh when they would match up against Envy. 
Like I still vividly remember it might've been on rig. I think it was on the rig, but I vividly remember Shotzi killing somebody. I mean, not Shotzi frosty, killing somebody on envy draw, uh, and like the, you see the envy weapon skin on the ground and he just looks at it and either shoots it or shakes his head. No at it. Like they're all doing shit like that. You know, uh, Maddie says more about snake bite after Saturday. He was number one in flag caps per game. Number one in oddball time. Number one in stronghold attack kills and number one KD in champ bracket. See best objective player in the league guys. No, I don't think it necessarily lit formal on fire. I just think that optic played better. And they all do this. Like, Frosty's been known to do this. Renegade's been known to do this. It's just in their style. It's in their DNA to do that. It's it's just unfortunate for him that it didn't pan out in his favor when it mattered most. Yeah. You know? You know? So that, yeah, what are you going to do? It's just unfortunate. Uh, Optic coming back against G1 and FaZe after getting body shot. I mean, hey, Proverb, you never know, man. I mean, it could give anyone like a little bit of spark. Like, oh, you're shooting bodies. Let's let's get this done. But not enough like that, that teamwork they put on to do the reverse sweep was just... Yeah, in the world final. Perfect plays, you know? It was. It was perfect plays. They played amazing Halo. And Trippy did make phenomenal plays, Meek. He did indeed. They all made phenomenal plays. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what my kid is doing right now, but she's banging something. Good Lord. Uh, Outlaw says, I think Formal saw that and said, okay, let me show you why I'm controller player of the year. Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh my God. Um, Oh, Ronan, there's no hard feelings between any of the players. Like there's, there's no hard feelings between any of the players. That's not. And when I say rivalry, I just want people to understand that. Like, I mean, friendly rivalry as in like, these are the right now head and shoulders, the two best teams in the league. And I just see them meeting each other in winner's final grand final, whatever it is multiple times throughout the year. So, we'll see. Captain, welcome back. Fire Ninja, welcome back as well. All right. General event thoughts? General event thoughts. So, again, congratulations to Optic winning the event. Um, Phase are going to be nasty all year as well. And uh, this just goes to show everybody, ladies and gentlemen, never count Optic out. Never count Optic out. And maybe I should start sleeping on SSG again. We'll see. Roster Mania and the pool play controversy. Here we go. For Quadrant, uh, Chick says, I waited until the last minute to talk about it, but it's almost impossible for me to compete in Charlotte. My passport was stolen and other stuff at a gas station while I was moving to the south of France last week. I did everything to get a new one in time, but I have only until tomorrow morning as a deadline to receive it. Last hope. Fortunately, my team found a solution to replace me in case I can't come. What a beautiful time. And then Chick replied and said, no Charlotte for me. Good luck, everyone. Snag, what are you talking about? What was what noise? I'm really confused. Either way. 
And then Quadrant uh, went on their social media and replied with a little short video, which said that ex-Navi player 2Foxy will be stepping in. And the results of that situation, okay, these are the things that everybody needs to pay attention to. Oh, fuck off, Snag. Yes, that, that'll be a story later as well. Fuck off. Okay. The results of the Quadrant situation was that Quadrant kept their pool play spot. Okay. That's very important. That's very important context. Okay. Because then you have Native Red. Native Gaming on February 22nd, 2023. Outlaw we're about to talk about right now. Said, sadly, Truck will not be able to attend HS Charlotte due to issues traveling. Visa issues, basically. We're figuring out the next steps and we'll provide updates in regards to Native Red soon. And then on the 23rd of February, Native Gaming said the following. Native Red will be playing with Diagram as our emergency sub for the event. Now, here's an update on the not-so-happy news. HCS has ruled us out of pool play and will be competing from the open bracket. We understand and respect their decision fully. Our points have allocated us the first seed. With everything that has happened so far, our trip to Charlotte has started off gloomy. But it also sets off a whole new level of burn for Native Red. Good luck, open bracket, and for those of you in pools, we'll be back. The result was TSS took Native Red's pool play spot in Pool D. Then, at that point in time, the internet fucking exploded. Because there had yet to be an official statement as to why, A, well, actually, first, there was outcry um, that Native had kept their pool play spot up until the twenty, uh, the twenty third, where they they made the announcement. Again, they made the announcement. Native Gaming made the announcement that they had to forfeit their pool play spot. This is what my problem is, Colonel Flom. Thank you for the gifted sub to Wraith. Greatly appreciated. Here's my problem. Communication has never been a strong suit of the HCS. So much so that we had to wait for a fucking statement from the organization as to why, as to that they are forfeiting their pool play spot. There had yet at that time on the 23rd of February been an official statement in any capacity as to that happening and why. Radio fucking silence. Okay? Ben Jammin, thank you for the follow. Enter February 24th which was Friday. Now you may be thinking to yourself, where have we seen this happen before? When an official, I should put air quotes around it. When an official statement comes out about something that's happening within the league, where does it typically pop up? I mean, usually Twitter, usually Twitter. And whose Twitter does it come on to? 
Tashi's. It comes from Tashi's Twitter. Hence why we have Tashi's tantalizing tidbits on the show. Yes. But what if I told you, Will, ladies and gentlemen at home that are listening to the show, Ben, I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Thank you for those kind words. I'm on a rant. What if I told you that an official statement did not come on the forum of Tashi's Twitter? No, 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 no. Because instead of being on Tashi's fucking Twitter, it's on Reddit via a reply by Tashi. Came from the same source, different form of communication. Different platform. Different fucking platform. So not only do we have an issue with communication, we also have an issue with consistency on platforms of communication. This is where having a source of fucking truth would help. Just one one spot, like on Twitter, like have an actual account for like HCS updates or whatever it is, so that these roster changes or these situations are communicated clearly. Because if, I mean, while while these things are happening to the org, the viewers and the spectators are also gonna want to know, oh, why is Native Red gone? Why? What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Why isn't Quadrant getting the same treatment? Why didn't this happen? Why did shit happen to fucking SSG back in the day? What's going on? And I appreciate, at least before this came out on Reddit, that Tashi was getting it out on his own Twitter, but it would be nice to have an official HCS source. Now I say... I say all of my rant because what I'm about to say might surprise you. It might surprise you. What Tashi replied with on Reddit might be the least PR thing he said yet. Because believe it or not, well, yes, it's not everything. Believe it or not, he gave an explanation as to why things happened the way that it did. Would I have preferred this a day earlier? Would I have preferred this so Native Red didn't have to make a mention of it? Yes! But, here's what Tashi said. On February 24th, on fucking Reddit... There are rules set up for emergency situations and then more standard breaking of roster rules. For Quadrant, this was deemed an emergency due to the circumstances of the situation. For Native Red and SSG last year, the team made a roster decision knowing there was a risk that a player wouldn't be able to make it and thus the control to avoid the situation was in their hands. This is why ultimately Quadrant remained in pool play with a sub, but Native did not. The team has the choice of playing with their coach and remaining in pool play or playing with a sub and going into the open bracket. Native decided to go with their sub and play from the open. A difference between SSG's situation and the Native situation is when the full information of the circumstances came to light to us yesterday afternoon, which I think has caused some confusion. So the HCS didn't even get the information about the problem until those tweets went out. Ladies and gentlemen, 
That was the most non-PR response that I think Tashi has ever given in terms of something happening. I want to make sure it's known that I'm giving praise for this. Yeah. Because I am. What I'm not giving praise about is the way that it came about. That, for the love of fucking Christ, needs to change. I'm so... I'm so sick and tired of having to scrub through Twitter, having to scrub through Reddit to try to find these tantalizing tidbits of information when I'm, I'm going to fucking continue saying this until it is beaten like a dead fucking horse. What an awful thought, like sight in the head, but either way, There needs to be a singular source of fucking truth. On top of that, statements need to be made ahead of time. I should not have to be relying on that org to put out the statement of an HCS ruling. The HCS should be coming out with that statement before they do. That should be the precedent moving forward. That should have been the precedent 10 years ago. It should be the precedent right now. The fact we still don't have that blows my fucking mind. It would clear up so much confusion, so much irritation from the community would be mitigated if it was just in one spot mentioned ahead of time. There it is. Holy shit. Scoob, welcome back. It just took a page out of Riot's book when it comes to communicating competitive rulings. They should take a fucking page out of anybody's book. It's unbelievable. Smiley. And metal, thank you guys for the follows. Welcome to the live show. And then Outlaw with the gifted sub to Ben Jammin. Thank you for the gifted sub as well. Diligent, maybe HS should hire you two for that? No. Nope. I have a full-time job. I like what I do. I make a good money. I'm all right. I sit here and talk about it. And I rant. And then if we were in that position and nothing changed... You know, well, like with this, the problem I think arose with um, native having to like made the announcement on Twitter and like Tashi says on Reddit um, came to light to us yesterday afternoon, like right probably before the tweet went out. So it's, it's like, if you have a team in pool play that has to make a change like that, that should be. I'm going to put a little bit on native red here and probably should have reached out to Tashi slash HCS to get this going beforehand. Yep. Oh yeah. Some of it's definitely on them. The thing that I'm just upset about is that they're the ones that made the statement, not the HCS. Right. HCS should step in and say, Hey, we're going to put this out officially on this date. Please wait to make your announcement until that time. Simple. 
Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. Like literally that easy. Maddie says Josh is famously filled with F bombs. I my I would just you know what? Honest to God, if I was ever in that type of position, joking aside, no, they would not. Like I can put on my customer service talk instantly. That's not a big deal. But in in a joking manner, if, if like first day on the job, if I had to make if I had to put out a statement about a competitive ruling, I'll be like, that team fucked up. You know? Yeah. What are you gonna do? That team fucked up. Out of pools. See you later, bitch. That's it. So outlaw outlaw says, is it strictly a Tashi thing or is it his bosses as well? Trying to play devil advocate here. Completely understand that outlaw. It's not all Tashi's fault. Mm-hmm. At the same time, at the same time, you have avenues for communication. And they're not being utilized, in my opinion, the way that they necessarily should be or to their maximum potential, if you will. It really does feel like the HCS. It really does feel like the HCS Twitter account is used as a hype machine and nothing else. Not used as any other form of communication. I think the only thing that they did that was like, quote unquote, critical was I think that account may have posted when Royal two was suspended, hmm. like it may, they may have posted that article from waypoint when that happened. And funky, you're right. Tashi is a good guy. He's a genuinely great person. Like 1000%. All the conversations that we have with him are just, are genuinely amazing. And I'm not trying to throw all the shade on him. The thing that irritates me is that he's the only one that is making statements and they're all from his personal accounts on different media platforms. That's my problem. It's not it, not his fault, just how it's being done. That's my problem. Swole Danny with a three-month sub. Thank you very much. I'll give woos later. My voice is shot. I apologize. I promise I'll give woos later in the show, though. Um. Oh, an outlaw... It's not just Tashi. There's all of them get a lot of shit. Like all of them get so much shit. What I'm with my rant, I know I'm ranting a lot, but it's all out of the reason I rant is because of the passion that I have for wanting to see things be better. It's never, my rants are never a point to shit on somebody that works there. Like that's never my intent. I'm not saying you, I'm not saying you think that's my intention. I'm just saying it's not my intention to ever have that be the case. My intention with the rant is I want things to be better and I'm trying hard to provide what, in my opinion, appears to be a simple-ass solution to a problem that shouldn't ever exist in the first place but continues to exist event after event, week after week. That's... And I know that they're listening to feedback because I say it all the time and I've seen it firsthand. They are listening to feedback. It's just what they decide to do with that feedback. And I just want it like I don't want people to have to go to Reddit or a personal Twitter account to find rulings that directly impact a tournament. Like, directly impact the tournament. We're talking about pool play teams. This directly yeah. affects seeding. 
So, please, please, Tatashi and the HCS team, I've suggested it three weeks in a row now. Please have create a separate Twitter account or something for HCS specific updates, regards to rulings, format changes, anything and everything that has to do with that. You don't have to use the standard HCS account because God forbid you use it for anything other than hyping your own shit up. Create a separate account entirely just for the nitty gritty shit. Okay. That's all you got to do. Next up in HCS Pro Talk, Tashi delivers competitive ruling through in-game lobby chat. <laughs> it w- I fucking wouldn't be surprised at this point. Oh, man. So, there's that. Then we have the open bracket best of five debacle. You guys hear about this shit? Will, did you hear about this shit? No, I did not. Oh, this is funny. This is real funny. So, I'm calling this, yeah, end rant one. Here comes rant number two. The open bracket best of five debacle. This shit's hilarious. So Heinz had tweeted out. Okay. Let me get a timestamp on this because I think timestamps are important, right? Timestamps are important. On February 22nd. Okay. Which was a Wednesday before the event. Heinz said, Best of five in the open bracket will start in winner's round three and loser's round three. Okay. So up to that point, it'd be best of threes. Yes. And then at winner's round three and, and loser's round three through the rest of open bracket, it'd be best of five. Okay. And again, that was on the 22nd, which was the Wednesday before the tournament. On the 24th, which was Friday, the day of open bracket. Tashi put out a reply. And his reply states, At the time of my tweet, we were anticipating a 64-team bracket. With the adjustment to a larger bracket needed, we transitioned to best of five when time permitted and optimized for the amount of time that we have in the venue. Um, just want to clarify, you said Tashi, it was Heinz. I apologize, Heinz. Heinz, 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 ketchup. Heinz. Also, he'll get a shout out later in the show, but belated happy birthday, Heinz. I really apologize for what I'm about to say. So Heinz put out that reply. Scoob, you're beating me to it. Just wait, be patient. Come on. Be patient. We all technical difficulties at the event. You had to be patient anyway. You know, be patient here. That's a joke, by the way. So, as a result of these shenanigans, the open bracket was best of three until winners round five instead of winners round three and losers round seven instead of losers round three. Even when there were only 66 teams Instead of the 64, as originally stated. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, 60, <laughs> 66 minus 64 is how many? Two. 
Holy moly. The only thing that I'm going to say in regards to that second statement is that for what it's worth, Heinz did say when time permitted and optimized for the amount of time that they have in the venue. Okay. Because there is a set amount of time that they could be there and they didn't. And guys, remember what they said. Remember what they said. We're doing open bracket in one fucking day. One day. Come hell or high water, we're getting the fucking thing done by the end of Friday. And that means because there were two extra teams that signed up, they had to drastically push forward when it was best of fives and open. You're welcome. Yeah, with the with the timing thing, I'm sure there was a schedule that had to be kept and maybe the first few rounds just didn't allow for the change. Maybe. It took too long. And again, not trying to shit on Heinz. It's shitty what happened. It is what it is. But man, players aren't wrong. Best of threes fucking suck. Timmy and his little brother to blame? Absolutely. It took too long to get their settings yeah, dialed fuck in. fuck you, Timmy. Next time, just kick him, you know? Seems like if you plan that way, you should cap the teams at 64. Tool, it seems like if you plan to, sh- in, to have the open bracket done in one fucking day! At least... Is this the feedback about... I mean, did they make this change because weren't open bracket teams complaining about sitting around for too long? They wanted to be able to have the event run smoother and they wanted to highlight more competitive matches on stream. Got it. Yes. Which for the most part they did. For the most part they did. But there's a lot that didn't get streamed as well. Maddie says, I mean, you can, uh, you can at least say they made the right choice because the open bracket went until like 11 PM. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. And like I said, we understand that there are time constraints that need to be had within the venue. This is why I'm not trying to shit on Heinz. Like Heinz again is the messenger in this regard. He made a statement on Wednesday. Turns out, you know, shit happens at events that makes things not run incredibly smoothly, which is why I was so confused as to why they kept saying that they're going to get that fucker done in a day. They did. Kudos to them. But like, I'm like, you you do know technical difficulties happen, right? Like that's a real thing that happens, especially at a Halo event. So. <laughs> so there's that. Let's get to the lack of open bracket pool play and Saturday morning streams, shall we? Yeah, this is sad. This is sad. But Scoob, you are incredibly correct. Heinz is a saint. Heinz is an absolute saint. He was on my flight on the way home. They had a layover in uh in Minnesota. Interesting. It was him, uh, Riley Hastings, and Nemesis, who lives in Minnesota. So that's kind of besides the point. But it's awesome. Yeah. I finally fist bumped Nemesis for the first time. Woo. Yeah. Around, yes. Weird. I've never like. Yeah. Whatever. Fellow Minnesota boys. Um, Colonel, absolutely, man. Don't worry about it. Thank you for giving us information, keeping everybody in the loop. Appreciate it. So let's talk about the lack of open bracket pool play and Saturday morning streams. 
And before we even get into this, I just want to give a huge shout out to LVT and Noob Combo for stepping up huge. Noob Combo providing updates uh, on Twitter and then the LVT crew for for streaming as many matches as they could. Uh, with shaky cam. I think some, I heard, I saw a comment on Reddit and I liked it because I love the movie. Like they're talking about like some Cloverfield type shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I fucking love that movie. So that worked out perfect. I love that reference. If you guys haven't seen Cloverfield, the first one, they're all good in their own right. The Netflix one, that's debatable, but Cloverfield, if you don't like shaky cam stuff, you probably won't enjoy it, but Cloverfield's fucking awesome. And yes, Fox, thank you. Found footage. That's it. Thank you. But yeah, shout out LVT for casting as much as they possibly could. Uh, their setup at their Airbnb was fucking dope. Um, and shout out Noob Combo for giving the updates on Twitter as much as you could as well. And with that out of the way. Well, what? With the with the open bracket, or not open bracket, the pool play stuff not being streamed. The last pool play matches, yes. The last one. On Saturday morning. It's like they, from what we saw, they mm-hmm. had the observer. They were switching POVs. Everything was there. The graphics were there. Why, Why? even if it couldn't be casted, that I mean, just hit the go live button. I'm going to give you a reason why they didn't. Okay. Money. So Ashaman says, or Ashaman, I apologize for mispronouncing your name, um, says, we really wish more matches were broadcast, though. Tashi said, agreed. We want that as well and always consider how we can show more. We have constraints we need to live within when it comes to events, budgets, venue hours, staff hours, etc., and we often need to make hard decisions. The intent is, to, is not to show fewer matches. So again, Tashi, yet again, with one of the most non-PR replies that I've seen. Yeah. Like, this is good. Another, another amount of praise is being heaped on him for this. Because... And Tools and I talked about this too. What people don't understand. Now, granted, we were at the event. Like, oh my God. We were at the event. Doors opened at 9 a.m. Daddy, I'm going to get to that comment. I'm going to get to that comment because I don't want them to do it for free. And I'm not even saying they would. Tools can answer that question. I don't want them to. I don't want that to be the precedent I don't want to I don't want the precedent to be oh we have these great people in the community that would like to volunteer to do it let's I'm going to use two different words here that mean two completely different things let's utilize that or let's take advantage of that I do not want that to be the precedent so, Will, to your comment and what Tashi said, they have constraints they need to live within when it comes to events. Budgets, venue hours, staff hours, etc. Budgets is the big thing I want people to take into consideration here. The main broadcast didn't start until 2.40 p.m. and doors opened at 9. Okay? Sure. I the guess whole, my, go ahead. My, my thing is, though, is if you have people there admins running the tournament and being an observer switching modes 
why why can't you stream just that being because there may not have been as many observers as you think sure and then there also is other production that needs to take place behind the scenes for those streams to be live all of that costs money all of that costs money at the end of the day my problem with this so I'm not going to sit here and ream them a new asshole. Okay. What I'm going to say is I need people to understand that I am incredibly frustrated by how it happened too. We were literally sitting there tools as witness. Like you were there too. We were all sitting there. There was like no one in the venue and there were just matches happening on fucking, like, there were matches happening on feature and main, the pool play matches. But, like, it, it was, like, dead. Um, Uncle Pumpy, the fucking nine-month tier three. Jesus Christ, you're a legend. Thank you so much. I'll give you a woo later on, I promise. My voice is, like... My voice is fading. Colonel says HTS released a stream schedule before uh, at the event and included those early matches on Saturday and then just didn't announce anything regarding changes when no streams happen Saturday morning. Colonel, are you sure about that? They did on their Twitter account because I know if you have the tweet, you could uh, uh, DM us on Twitter. You're not going to be able to post it in chat here, but like DM us on Twitter. You have it, DM us on Twitter. I'll, I'll look at it literally right now. Because I know that they had the... I know that they had the broadcast schedule on the hcs.ee.gg website as well. But that... I, I'm i not using that as like the... I'm not going to use that as the whole like end-all, be-all, if you know what I mean. Scoop says, sorry for my language. You have literally nothing to be sorry about. Uh, I was going to fucking lose it if none of Native White schemes were streamed. It was extremely close to happening if they didn't take fourth. Oh, it would have happened if, it, if they didn't take fourth. It would have happened if they didn't take fourth. And the fact you have to make a historic run to get your game stream is a fucking joke. It's an absolute joke. That's the thing, too. Like, I want people to understand that I'm, fu- I'm livid that the game... I even texted Will. Didn't I say I was livid in the text that I sent yeah, you? yeah. I was fucking livid when we were there in the early morning and we're, we're all looking around like, because LVT, it was, it was Louie or LVT Halo. One of those, one of the accounts tweeted out that morning that it looks as though the games, the last pool play games are not going to be streamed. And we're, and, and I read that tweet and I'm like, that's fuck. Really? That's fucking weird. If that's there. No, that's not right. Is it? Then we see, then we see the tweets come in from the pros and they said, Hey, our next match is at such and such time. It's not going to be streamed though for stream though, for God knows fucking why. And I'm like, Oh no. Oh no. And <laughs> they, yeah, they weren't, they weren't. They just weren't. 
Uh, Pharaoh says, didn't they always stream the only uh, the early Saturday pool play matches in the past? Yes. 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 And also, this is the first ever event that uh, only the top four went to Championship Sunday. Not the top six. JK was a match schedule. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. It's confusing. I know. I know it's confusing. But do you have it up right now? Will? Well, they tweeted the day of day two. And they said 11 a.m. VIP FFA check-in, 11.30 a.m. GA FFA check-in. 2 p.m. FFA starts, 3 p.m. champ bracket plus broadcast. Yep, at 3 p.m., right? Eastern time, right? Correct. 3 p.m. Eastern was when the stream started. Access because it was a it was a round of stream schedule. I agree that it was confusing, but I was I had a feeling they didn't say that those matches were going to be streamed. But that's another inherent problem is that there is that type of confusion that's set around it. Right. Well, it was... After it's been done in the past, there is an expectation set. Yes. That wasn't clearly communicated. There was a change. Now, on the one hand, I can say, on the one hand, I can say they did put out the schedule ahead of time and it did say when the stream started, which was 3 p.m. Eastern. So they did technically come out with that. So I can't be mad at them for doing that because that they did come out with it. Yeah. If you read it, then there's that. But yes, things were not communicated properly or efficiently enough to better convey the information. Um, who won the FFA? Glory. Glory GG's won the FFA. Variable. Here's the problem. They put out the schedule and the stream games in the exact same tweet format and graphic. I mean, because they have a graphic package, but I agree with you. It is, it's not, it's not great. Okay. I'm agreeing here. I, like I said, I was fucking livid when I saw that the games were not being streamed. And like Scoob said, native white literally almost didn't have a game streamed at all. And the one that they did have streamed, they fucking got obliterated. So that's, that's that. Uh, Pharaoh says, uh, budget cuts, but don't worry, guys. They stopped crowdfunding, too. I I see the cap on there, man, and I know that people are really upset about the crowdfunding thing, myself included, but money is an issue. Their budget was cut. Straight up. Their budget was cut. It is what it is. Where was Golden Boy and Sims? Golden Boy was uh, busy. Sims isn't in Halo anymore. Sims made it big in the NFT realm. So he's gone. I feel like if HCS said, we don't have it in the budget, but do you want it? It'll bring eyes to your channel. So many people would jump on that. No? I mean, but that's... Tashi... Tashi... Tools, and I talked about this too, is that... Tools, I don't want to. I don't want to speak for you, but um, I'll. I'm not. I'm not going to speak for you. I'll let Tools reply with that if he wants to. Reply to that if he wants to. On budget cut notes, though, it's extremely talented. Uh, there's extremely talented casters in Australia and New Zealand have no opportunity now. 
uh, that they've cut regional broadcasting, could easily fly two Air, uh, Australian New Zealand casters and give them the side station games. But, I mean, that costs a lot of money to fly them out too. Scoop. I'm not trying to shit on your idea. It's just, I mean, everything costs money. Mm-hmm. You know that. Everything costs money, man. It sucks. Um, so, but yeah, that situation fucking blowed because we were there, we were sitting there and watching it and people didn't get to see because of the open bracket, because of pool play, whatever it was, players didn't get to see some of the best Halo all weekend long. I hope so, Tools, man. I hope so. Making on, working on making stuff happen? Good, as you should. Make sure you get paid for it. Um, I'm, I'm going to jump on another point before we get to the next big one here. Is that to close out the lack of open bracket pool play and Saturday morning streams debacle, uh, there really needs to be a way whether it be LVT, whether it be somebody on the floor at the event, there really needs to be a way to cover those matches in a more official capacity. Because I wasn't there on Friday. I wasn't able to make it because it was my daughter's birthday. So I flew in late, right? But when I talked to Snag and I talked to others at the event, they were saying how open bracket was fucking insane. Like absolutely insane in terms of uh, talent that was there. And it's a shame. Zig says it was nuts. It's a shame that, and I know that like tools, LVT crew, uh, a couple other people that were there were doing their damnedest to fucking, to get as much coverage out there as possible about it. And I love that. and And I appreciate that. I just want something. I just want something more in an official capacity as well. Whether it be you guys in a more official capacity, you know, grassroots partner, be fucking cool. Um, just, I just want to see more. And I know that that's an incredibly difficult thing to do again with budgetary constraints, but I think it could bring a whole new level of appreciation to the esport as well, because all, all the traditional watchers know about the optics, the phases, the the cloud nines just as an organization standpoint, like stuff like that, right? But they don't know about these up-and-comers, you know? They don't know about the teams that ha- may have lost their pool play spot and have to fight their way through open bracket when they ne- not maybe necessarily shouldn't be there, you know? And there's a lot of storylines that come out of open bracket. I mean, you saw what native white were able to do and none of their shit was cast until they got wiped off the floor by fucking SSG. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just, it just sucks. It just sucks. Ben Jammin says potential good news. King J did tell us on stream today that he talked to Tosh yesterday for a couple hours uh, and bounced ideas off each other to make open bracket revisions and how to get more exposure to them on a stream. Good. Shout out King J. Great yeah. fucking man. Um, Pharaoh says, last three rounds of open was some of the best Halo of the weekend. See? That's what I'm talking about, and none of it was streamed. 
It's just unfortunate. The PC FPS bug. I also have additional context added to this. And I'm not going to name names because I'm not going to give that out, but I'll provide the additional context as to what I've been told. So, guys, I don't know if you knew about this. I don't know if you knew about this, but PCs have issues playing Halo Infinite. Crazy, right? What if I told you there's a new bug, Will? A new one? A new one. Wonderboy said... 140 FPS Argyle loss got to be the most heartbreaking way to get knocked out of a tournament via tiebreaker. Proud of how the boys brought it versus FaZe and Proton, but Shopify Rebellion performance costed us. And then Best Man of Shopify Rebellion said, Ken confirmed, same issues with us in our first series. Told basically it's a bug, but got one PC swapped. Had three people with frames dropping horribly. Okay? Pay attention to that because that's a consistent issue. Here's what Spartan said. Outside of us obviously playing bad and not to our potential, there were so many tech issues this event. Pretty sure there were at least one to two games per series. My games were dipping from 240 down to 180 or lower FPS. Worst event tech-wise yet. And Pharaoh, it didn't just happen there. It wasn't just on Station 2. Spartan continues, we got to the venue at 9.30 on Friday morning to warm up for our match against Optic at 12. We were told we didn't have to be on main stage until 11.30. We get to warm ups and start setting up to scrim against Navi, and they didn't have headsets to use at the warm-up station, so they asked us if we would scrim them on feature stage, where they'd be playing their first match. We agree. We go up, and we wait probably 20 to 30 minutes just for our SSDs so we can turn on the PCs. Once we get those, we launch and spend another 15 fixing tech and audio issues. 10.40, and we're finally about to start the scrim. We play a CTF where TJ and I can't even shoot straight because the FPS dips were so bad. We fixed it before playing a pit team slayer, and that played fine. After we finished pit TS, ref comes over and tells us we have to go up on main stage. At that time, it was 11.07. Okay, so we basically played one real game and then went up on main and set up. After we finally set up and fix all the tech and audio shit on main stage, it's about 11.35. We start shooting bots, Two minutes later, we're being kicked off main stage because, quote, we're not allowed to be on the stage when Optic is receiving their rings, end quote. Brother, we're not even going to be in the fucking shot of the camera. So we get off stage. Wait for the whole ceremony to be done. Go back up and load straight into the match. Oh, which, by the way, I played all of game one Argyle flag on a PowerPoint slideshow and couldn't aim straight. This is the same shit I dealt with one to two games a series, as I stated earlier. Team performance aside, this was hands down the worst HCS event of Infinite thus far, and I pray to God that the next following events are nowhere near as abysmal. Certain people running these events are amazing. Shoutouts to Bryce and Mark. There's others that are great too. Other people and a lot of these refs and admins have no idea what the fuck they're doing or even looking at. Quote, looks fine to me, end quote, is not an acceptable answer. We play the game hours a day. We know when something is wrong. However, we basically get told to, ha- told to hashtag deal. I mean, ha- not hashtag, quote, deal with it, end quote. <laughs> I'm so used to hashtag deal with it, you know. My favorite was FPS issues in general aside. There were even worse FPS issues on feature stage two. They claimed the FPS problem on feature two was a, quote, bug, end quote. 
why was I not getting it that bad anywhere else but on Feature Station 2? Like, it was it was bad everywhere else, but that was borderline unplayable, and I was told I had to play through it. That's all I have to say for now. I'm just disgusted with this tournament. Good riddance. Hoaxer replied and said, we got it on Feature 1, 3, and on Main Stage. We were, quote, fortunate end quote, enough to catch it early enough for PC switches. Spartan said, they allowed you guys to switch PCs? I asked for that, and they just said, no. Uh, Hoaxer said, they had to first verify and visualize the 25 to 30 plus dip in FPS, but yes, they did. And Spartan said, mine was dipping from 240 to 170 to 180 on most setups, and if it was even, and if it was even worse on, and it was even worse on feature two. So, okay, I might get shit for what I'm about to say. Guys, it's not just Argyle. It's not just Argyle. It's across the board. It's across the board. Oh, and don't get us started on the Series X shit because King J was not happy about any of that too. Um, it, it is a PC issue or it's a game optimization issue, but like they said, it's a quote unquote bug. Here's my thing. I'm going to get flack for what I'm about to say this one statement. (laughs) I mean, everybody was playing on the same shit, right? But at the same time, let me just say that's fucking shitty. Holy moly, is that fucking shitty, okay? Like, that's... Oh, I I thought at first when Tashi was talking about, like, the trying to not necessarily justify the flag and oddball dropping being lengthened Mm. because everybody has to deal with it. But add on top of that, these FPS issues as well, where you're literally like you're losing half your fucking frames. Yeah. Half. And it's, and the worst part is, is that from what I've heard, from what I was told is that it was never consistent. So when it happens, it completely fucking throws you off, you know? Now here's the other thing I heard. And again, I'm not going to name names. The other thing I heard is that, there was a server, a Discord server, where in it, it was said via an admin that if you never dip below 170, play on. If you dip below 170, say something. Uh, Jolt, it was not just feature two. It was not just feature two feature two had it probably the worst, but as hoaxer said, it was feature one, two, three, and main. It was everything. All of them had the issue feature two had it apparently the worst. And yes, tools agreed and collect. Thank you for agreeing that that's what it was. 
Shit is so bad because you can't cap it at 200 because then it'll, wait, it'll drop way more. I heard that too. I heard that players tried capping at 120 or whatever, and it would drop to 80s and below. Interesting. Yep. So... There's, this isn't okay, to kind of say the least. All I can really hope, because there, there's nothing you can do, you know? What are you going to do, not play? No, you're going to play the fucking game. It's going to fucking suck, as we've seen, but you're not going to not play the game. Right. You know? So... I really, really hope this is fixed in the three-month gap that we have between now and Optic. I really, really hope so. Because that, if that happens again, that's going to be awful. Slippery ass, these are brand new PC builds, I'm guessing. I I don't know. I don't. I would assume that they're using the ones that they had last time. I assume they, like, this. I'm not trying to sound like an ass. I'm, I'm assuming that they don't, build new PCs for every event. Yeah. Right? Because that'd be a that'd be a huge waste of money, right? Right. Maybe maybe they upgrade components along the way? I don't know. That's a really good question. I don't know. So there's it's bad. Shit's bad. We're down bad right now in terms of game stability. Will, when I read what you played over the last week and I saw your comment, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's, it's not good, you know? It's just not good. So I really hope that they fix this shit in the three-month gap that we have for until the Optic Major because if this happens at the Optic Major, oh, boy. You thought Spartan's statement was bad now? Just wait. And I don't even blame him. This is this is one of those instances where I some of the things I didn't quite agree with in his statement, but like when I read through his statement, I'm like, you know what? That sounds incredibly infuriating. As a professional player who is trying your damnedest to get a better placing at this event, you have a brand new team that you're going with as well. Like that sounds unbelievably fucking frustrating. I'm curious. Um, so something I did on my PC was in the game, you can turn off the HD packs, which did give me like a 20, 20 frame boost, right? From like 120 to 140. And I'm wondering if that is on when they play or if, if that has to be turned off as well or if they know to turn it off. Because if you're streaming, you want that high definition, right? But you also want the game to run. It's all off. It's all off? Okay. Good to know. And Ben, yes, please join that if you haven't already. Everybody should join Discord if you haven't already. Tara, have a great night. Thanks for stopping in. And Dart, welcome back to you as well. It's just... We say it all the time, right? Is that we want this game to be as competitive as possible. We want we want everything to be as even as possible. We want as many outliers 
prevented as possible. And every single time a fucking update comes out for this game, something else happens entirely. Now, it's the nature of software development. It's the nature of the beast. I get it. But the fact that after the fucking update comes out and the oddball and the flag drop is slower, which means players have to adapt to that, even if everybody has to deal with it. I don't fucking care. That's an issue. Couple that with PC performance issues that are fucking abysmal. And it's a recipe for disaster. And I, that's and that's not to say, like, again, congrats to Optic for getting first, FaZe getting second, um, Native White for making it as far as they did. Congrats to all these teams that were able to do what they were able to do. It just... It sucks because I'm I'm never going to put an asterisk next to a win like people try to do le, to LeBron James and the Lakers for winning the bubble championship. Sure. Like, I'm never going to do that. But it does suck that it feels as though not all the players were able to play to their full potential because of the issues that were out of their control. It wasn't because of them playing inconsistently. It wasn't because of teamwork not being where it was supposed to be, but because of things that were completely out of their control and they had no say over fixing it. That's what sucks to me. So that's why I hope things get fixed for the next major event because all I want is for everybody to be able to play at their peak, to play at the best that they have at that time and not have to worry and not even have to think about outlying factors out of their control hindering them from getting a better placing. So. I think season three of Halo is going to run a lot smoother. I think the season three battle pass, battle pass, battle, battle. I just said it again. Battle pass looks fucking terrible. Get to that in a minute. So with that, only the top four moving on to championship Sunday instead of the traditional top six. The reason why I included this is because G1 were apparently completely caught off guard going into their matchup against Native White to cap off Saturday's matches. I was told this on multiple occasions from G1 that they they were setting up on main stage. They were setting up on main stage. And at the last second, well, actually, they were getting ready to, you know, go because traditionally the top six moved to Champs Sunday instead of the top four. Right. So they were getting ready to basically go. And then they were told, wait, no, you're going to play, uh, you're going to have to play Native White tonight. And they're like, okay. I'm paraphrasing here, okay? I don't have fucking word for word quotes written down. But they're like, okay. So then they go start setting up on main stage. And if you, again, because this wasn't fucking uh, shown, but if you were at the event, you would have seen Hoaxer on the right. If you're looking at main stage, he was formerly on the right because I believe that's where they had played before and he was moving to the left, okay? So he'd moved over to the left. They It looked like he was about to get set up and then they were told, no, actually, it's going to be on a feature station. Go set up there instead. So they were apparently caught completely off guard having to play that match against Native White 
Um, unfortunate for them, they did lose. But besides the point, it's just another situation of lack of communication. So hopefully that gets resolved in the future too. But who knows? There was no Rockstar booth at the event. Oh, they didn't show up this time. Not a Zippo zilch. And if you want a G Fuel from Sentinel's booth, I'm not blaming Sentinel's here. I do not blame them in this regard because, you know, you can only do what you can do. Um, Did I hand out stickers? Oh, I absolutely did. I absolutely did. No Astro booth? They, Scoob, they didn't have one at any event. There was never an Astro booth. Yeah, there was never an Astro booth. But yeah, they did have them? When did they have an Astro booth? I'm faded? I'm not faded. Yeah, and, I, and I'm thinking of Dolby. I was never thinking of Astro. Did Astro ever have an actual booth at an infinite HCS event last year? Not that I remember. I also wasn't at Orlando. Oh, they were for they were for competitors to get headsets. Got oh. it. Okay, I was like, wait, 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 wait. I'm I'm fucking. In that case, yes, I'm faded. But, god damn. Thank you, tools, for the clarification and scoop. I apologize. I thought you were talking about Dolby. So yeah, there's no Rockstar booth. No free no free rock stars at this event, which uh, sucked. And if you wanted um. If you want a G Fuel from the Sentinels booth, and again, I don't blame them for this. They ran out like immediately of their little packets. So that kind of sucked. I mean, yeah. Um, so I was I was without my tasty caffeinated shit that wasn't pop. You know, <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Let's talk about the blue hoodie. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what the story is. Uh, trolley was not there either. No, that was like a, that was a world's thing because that they were doing like halo fest at the same time. I doubt they would ever be at just a traditional HCS event. Um, you fell for the scam. Can't believe you bought that shit tools. I didn't fall for the scam at all. I out scammed the scam because I wasn't even there when it was purchased for me. Oh yeah. Zig. Scam. Let's talk about the Optic Gaming blue hoodie that I'm wearing right now. This was fucking funny and dumb. And here we go. All right. Optic Gaming put out a tweet before the event that said, hey, here's our Charlotte exclusive line. Stop by the booth and pick them up. Okay? Yeah. In that picture on Twitter included their basketball jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a t-shirt. And this hoodie was in the picture. Okay? As soon as I saw that tweet go out, as soon as I saw the tweet go out, I texted Snag, and I'm like, hey... If they are actually giving that hoodie away to anybody who wants to buy one, pay attention to what I'm saying right now. If they are actually allowing anyone to purchase that hoodie, I want it in a large. Yep. 
get it for me. They got me one on Friday when I was not at the event. Okay. Got the hoodie. Was super happy. I love it. Color's amazing. Love the hoodie. And Zig says it. Only on Friday, though. Because if you go to the Optic Gaming Shop website right now. It's available? No. Oh, no? It's always been available, Will. It's been available for months. But you have to be an Optic Nation Gold member, which is 30 bucks a year, to be able to purchase it. Or you can be a basic, which is a free member, and have a prestige level six, which means you had to have completed so many challenges to get a prestige level six to then have the opportunity to buy it. Why are you guys saying I got got? I got it without being a member. I got it on that Friday via other, like I didn't got got. If anything, Optic got got because I got it on Friday before everybody else got got. What are you fucking talking about? Back to the story. So the rest of the weekend happens. And I get told, thanks Ronan, I apologize. I get told that as of Saturday and Sunday, they're only selling them to Optic Nation members. And like I said, if you go to the Optic Gaming Shop website right now, that hoodie is available and has always been available for months if you were a certain status of an Optic Nation member. That's why when I saw the tweet come out, my initial reaction was, wait a second, that's not an event-exclusive hoodie. I've seen that color before but it's only for Optic Nation members. And that's exactly why I deadass texted Snag immediately and said, if they are selling that to anyone and everyone, get me a large. Because guess what? It wasn't supposed to be. And on Saturday and Sunday, it wasn't. So to Optic Gaming, what the fuck don't false advertise that the hoodie is available for everyone on Twitter and then turn around and stop selling it to everyone on Saturday and Sunday when you already were doing it on Friday. Yeah, I'm wearing it. I love the color a lot. But hey, guys, guess what? If you fucked up and it was never supposed to be sold unless to Optic Nation members and you fucked up on Friday... Carry the fuck up through the rest of the weekend. Don't take it away from people at the last fucking second because you realized you fucked up. Wow. Nope, tools. It wasn't. It was never event exclusive. And that's why I thought it was so funny that it was in that tweet. That's why I thought it was so funny it was in that tweet. Because I'm like, that's that's an Optic Nation exclusive hoodie. And as soon as I saw it announced a long time ago, I wanted it. But I'm like, I'm not fucking paying 30 bucks to buy that hoodie at full price. No, thank you. 
You read everything about the hoodie now? At least the color's nice. That's the thing. At least the color's nice. Yep. Hex will be contacting me shortly. Hey, I, I'm, I hope he gets the feedback. I hope whoever was in charge of that situation at Charlotte, I hope whoever was in charge of the promotion of that hoodie gets the feedback that it's one thing to know you fucked up, okay? But it's another thing to completely take the opportunity away from everybody when you realize you fucked up. This is, an, this is a learning opportunity to just take the L, as the kids would say, and allow the hoodie to be purchased by anyone at the event. I mean it. There are those that were obviously not able to attend on Friday, myself included. There are people who may have only bought tickets to arrive on Saturday and Sunday, and they saw that tweet, and they're like, oh, my God, I fucking want that hoodie. That seems awesome. It's an event exclusive, like Tools thought it was, right? And then you show up on Saturday morning, you're right there, right when they open, you head to the booth, you're ready to buy it. Are you an Optic Nation member? No, what's that? Oh, well, it's our me- it's our membership program. Oh, is it free? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We do have a free tier. Oh, cool. Can I get the hoodie if I'm if I do that, if I sign up today? No. Well, why is that? Oh, you have to be prestige level six. How do I get prestige level six? Oh, you have to complete all these challenges. Oh. So I can't I can't just buy the hoodie. I can't just I can't just buy the hoodie. Oh, well, we do have another tier of the membership. It's our gold tier. Oh, how much is that? Oh, 30 bucks a year. Oh. Do I get a discount? If I it if I sign up for this, do I get a discount for on the hoodie today? No. Oh. Okay. I guess I don't want the hoodie anymore. See what I'm saying? Take the L. Sell through the rest of the weekend. It's not fucking difficult. You're going to make your money regardless. People are going to buy them. Like, and the fact they advertised it as an event exclusive when it fucking wasn't is funny to me. Oh. So there's that. There's the there's the hoodie story for you. All right. Yep. Um... VIP yet again was mediocre at best. Uh, there, I will say there was additional seating. There was no love sacks there. Is again, I think that was like a Halo Fest thing. Um, but either way, there were there were some more seats, but it really again. Just, uh, Ronan says, "Love you ranting about it while wearing it, though." That's the best part. I like I said, I like the color. I like the color. I think the color's great. It's poppin'. It's poppin'? Um, yeah, VIP was just mediocre at best. There were a, there were a little bit more seating, which was nice. 
But again, it just felt like a fucking tacked on part of the experience again. There's nothing really there to make you feel like you are a VIP, if you will. And for the record, I say this as, I will say this. I purchase VIP tickets because I try to support the scene further. Like that's legitimately why I buy the VIP tickets. Um, thank you, Ronan. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I do like the color. Zarn says tour was exact same again. Just walk around the venue and walk on main stage. Tasha had a megaphone though this time. So we could kind of hear him in the back. Zarn question for you. Was Adam Apicello there? I heard he was not as in, we never saw him anywhere. And typically he's part of that tour. Yeah. If he was, I never saw him. Okay. I know he when, wasn't there. Yeah. Casey and Raleigh last year, he was there. He was at every other he, one. He kind of ran it the first couple times. Yep. And tool said, pretty sure he had another event that weekend. That's what I thought too. I'd asked that, but the person I asked didn't have an exact answer. So it's okay. It's just, I, it was, yeah. If he did all good, all good. hundred percent. I don't blame him. Not trying to rip into him. All good. It just sucks that the tour is the fucking same. Um, Ruthless and Mark, thank you both for the follows. Greatly appreciated. And then um, Brian with the, is that 28? 28 month resub. Thank you so much. I'm not going to read your wall of text that you probably posted earlier in the chat. I imagined you did though. You did. Brian, I love you if you're still here. Just know that. Um, Read it. There he is. I'm not reading it. They should do a meet and greet thing next event. They should do a lot of things next event. That's a whole other situation. So. um, Yeah, it was mediocre. VIP was mediocre. The fact you couldn't tip the bartender unless you had cash sucked too. What? Yeah, they didn't have the... Now, I don't blame the HCS for this. I blame the venue for this. Um. I talked to two of the bartenders that were there because obviously I wanted to tip them. Um, I don't carry cash on me, so I couldn't. And I'm like, I asked them straight. I'm like, can I tip you on a card? And they're like, they didn't set us up for that. Oh. And I'm like, I am so sorry. And, and they go, yeah, we are too. <laughs> like, I fucking, I feel so bad for you, man. Holy shit. So there's that. Again, I don't blame the HCS for that. I blame the venue. Um... Here's a funny one. Here's a funny one that happened that I wanted to call out. Double XP and coding codes in the main broadcast for the first 25 people who entered the code. Right. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? The first 25 people out of 40,000? And only the mainstream when Scump was streaming, he had fucking 70 or something like that. Yeah. First 25 people, guys. We talked about this in the watch party too. Like, why can't this be like the gold rec packs in yep. fucking five? Exactly. Literally what I thought. Literally what I thought. Just give a general code that anyone can enter and you get some double XP. And it's live for like five minutes. Yeah. That's all you got to fucking do. I was so, so like I was thrown back by that because I, at first I saw, Oh, double XP code. That's cool. Like the gold rec packs in halo five. And then I looked harder and I'm like, <laughs> Oh, for the first 25 people, 
Holy yeah, what moly. What is that? What a fucking... Oh, it's so stupid. That's that's exactly it, Tools. Double XP should just be open for time slots. Agreed. Oh, fucking agreed. Thought the drop ones were fine because most people have the old drops. Yeah, that, I mean, sure. But at the same time, just having it open for the first 25 people is just fucking redundant and stupid. Just unbelievably stupid. So here's a piece of feedback for the next event. Have them be like gold rec packs in Halo 5 when you're giving them away during the stream. Have them have the code via unlimited and be available for like five minutes until that code is expired and then do the next one, so on and so forth. Oh my God. Um, Next point. What was the overall viewership? Over 110,000 with... With co cat like with co streamers, yep. I don't know accessing. I don't know to be completely honest with you, um, but I do know that Scump brought the majority, like for sure. Um, yeah, and it was great because um, in his stream, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, why don't we just go watch another COD thing, COD match?" And he was like, "No, optics in a major." We're going to tune in. And it, and I heard that he was gassing up Halo quite a bit as well in terms of its competitiveness and, like, enjoyability to watch and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's good to hear, too. And obviously him, he it's a it's a great get for the HCS to have him as being a co-streamer, especially with the success that he's had for the op, for the Call of Duty stuff. Like, it's just been phenomenal for him. Yeah. Um, and obviously that helps out on the HCS side as well. And... So I want to talk about viewership for a second because Puckett put out a tweet. I'm not going to read it because I don't think it needs to be read. But he he talked about, and I think this was on Saturday, where he complained about the viewership being so low for Halo and complaining about how if only it had this, 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 and this at launch would be in such a better state. And I read that tweet and I'm like, Puckett, do you, fuck it, what are you talking about? We literally had on that day, on Saturday, I think... At the time that I looked, when when he put that tweet out, the HCS mainstream was at 30K, and the Call of Duty mainstream was at 40K. So only 10K less than the Call of Duty mainstream at that time. And then Championship Sunday, as the kids would say, to the moon! So... I don't think viewership was an issue. If anything, with Scump coming on and all the co-streamers that they had I, and the uh, incredible matches that they had on Championship Sunday, I think that helped. I think that helped viewership, right? And then the last thing here real quick is skits. I think they're fucking great. Those skits were amazing. So... If you haven't watched those skits, go watch them. They're yeah. really fucking funny. They're the best best ones they've done yet. <laughs> and yes, the You're Trash one with Bravo and Scherzi was goaded. Goaded. Yeah, I just hope that uh, I hope that continues because it was great. Great to see. Fun to watch. Yep. Something different. And like Tools said, uh, Hastings killed it. He did. He did fucking kill it. Early season three thoughts. So I I played with the bandit and the shroud screen. Okay. I got my notes. Okay. All right. Well, first up for the shroud screen, 
King Jay was able to get from Tashi that uh, the shroud screen is replacing thrust on streets. Yep. And it's replacing drop shield on live fire. Okay. With that said, do, 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 do. all right. Shroud screen. It has an eight second timer before it despawns. Okay. So when you shoot it out and it's coming up eight seconds until it's gone. Okay. Um, you can shoot and throw grenades from outside of the shroud screen into it. Yep. Okay. Radar is completely disabled upon entering for both you and the enemy. Players and enemies disappear from radar when either inside or outside the shroud screen. So for example, if I'm in it, if I'm in the shroud screen, I can't see anyone on radar inside or out. Okay. If I'm out of it, I can't see anyone on radar that are inside the shroud screen. Okay. Makes Got sense. I'm no radar and competitive. So yeah, it just makes sense. But just in general, like from a casual standpoint, there you go. Um, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think some nice plays can be made with it. I think it's going to change the way people push mm-hmm. or hold a setup. Agreed. So. Agreed. But the bandit's kind of the big one here. Yeah. The bandit is the cool, is the, is the weird and cool thing here. So I said, now remember, and yes, tools, Reddit is usually weird. So is Twitch chat. You guys aren't though. You guys are being really nice and cool. You just get one shroud screen? No. You get three? Oh, I didn't even see what you picked up. I think you get three. I think you do. I think it's three. Is it three? I'm Now I'm forgetting. Maybe they'll tweak the amount and ranked, but like I think it's three. I think. I wonder if your reticle, reticle will turn red looking from inside the shroud. I doubt it. I highly doubt that. I wasn't paying that much attention, but I highly doubt that. Midnight Chickens, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Um, uh, da, da, da. Are we sure it's three in ranked HCS? No. I don't know. Thanks, Daddy. Jesus Christ. All right, so the bandit. Remember the leak? Yes. Um, the leak made that thing look bad, right? Like really bad. Well, after playing with it, it's not bad. <laughs> it's actually quite good. I've, I said it feels great. There's minimal bloom and it excels at short to medium range. The problem though, or the thing that I think is going to be a problem <laughs> is that there is no D-scope while being shot at. Yeah, it's kind of like the the pistol, right? Where it's the smart zoom. Yeah. It's just... It's something. It's something. It's five shots to kill, four to the body, one to the head, or it's a three-shot beatdown. It has a slower rate of fire than the commando, but faster than the reach DMR. And I think I someone said that it feels like, remember what I, we talked about where what if the Halo 5 pistol had a better sound and, lo- and look like an actual fucking like main weapon? Yeah. That's what it feels like. It feels like the Halo 5 pistol in a sense. Um, Interesting. There's 
15 bullets in a clip, 30 bullets in reserve. Players do not get descoped when being shot at, like I said. That's that's the big thing for me. And when talking to Jay about it after he got some time to play, he did say that longer range fights are more difficult so that uh, we agree the thing is not meant for long range. But short to medium, oh man. That thing can fucking annihilate you. So. Oh, magazine. Did I say something wrong? You said clip. I'm sorry. Magazine. Magazine. My apologies. Thanks, Samantha. But it is, uh, you know, space combat. Maybe they just renamed it. Yeah. What if they (laughs) did? All right. Leave me alone. Just kidding. Replace band with replace BR with bandit on season three launch. No, they won't. We'll make the game fun and will not make the game fun. Stop it, tools. Stop riling people up, damn it. Um, but no, the no D scope thing is is that's what's scary to me. I think it's gonna be when put in the hands of pro players, that's the thing. Yeah. At like, that level. Yes. From a casual perspective, sure, no D scoping when being shot at, that, you know, it is what it is. But from a ranked and in, in the highest level, that no D scope is going to be brutal. It's going to be brutal. No, it's not tools. Stop it. It's not even in the hands of everybody yet. You need to relax. Uh, Ungoy says, I hope sidekick gets replaced with bandit for social so we can warm up with a proper, proper precision weapon. I, I like that take. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Although the sidekick does have its place as being an easy to switch to weapon. Yo, Riz with the five gifted. Holy moly. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. I will give you a woo later, I promise. Don't worry. And Justin with the 28 by 3 sub, you get a you will get a woo later as well. I promise. Holy moly. Um So, there's that. I liked it. I liked playing with it. I thought it felt really good. Genuinely, I thought it felt really really good. So that was awesome. Make the bandit the starter for SWAT? That could be something. Hey. Don't you mean tactical flare? But yes, that'd be pretty cool if it was if it was the SWAT one. Uh, dumb question. Ignore my question. Oh, okay. I'll ignore your question then. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see what the players are able to do with the bandit. Um in the live game when it releases in a couple weeks, just know that I was thoroughly, I was, I was floored by how much I liked using it compared to what happened in the leak. So the feedback that they got from the leaked stuff, they made that shit fun. They made that shit fun to use. Well, I got to get my hands on it. Yeah. And if it does, it does feel like that halo five pistol. If it was actually like, you know, a weapon, and not a fucking sidearm, god damn it. The tactical slayer thing pisses me off to this day. That's besides the point. Um HCS coatings. Yeah. They look great. I, I think they're amazing. They're the best um, ones they're coming out with so far. That phase one, too. So, fun fact about that, I gave Tashi some shit. Uh, person like talk to him personally, what? gave him some shit because he he said 
like, oh, they're the best skins in esports, and I don't necessarily disagree, but I was hoping that maybe we're gonna have like get animated skins at some point in time. Oh, sure. And I was hope, and when you when I first saw the phase skin, I thought that that spacey like the tech stars. suit that they had was yeah. animated, and then like I was scrolling through them in the in the build, um, but it wasn't, and I'm like, son of a bitch, and. So I, I told him like, so when are we gonna get when are we fucking gonna get animated skins then? Yeah, can we get can we get those next? Because come on, he obviously wasn't able to say anything, but regardless, uh, Meek, thank you for the sub, greatly appreciated. I will give you a woo at the end of the show, I promise. Imagine they just use Halo Insider to test things before they release to main uh, branch. What if, dude, Scoob, preaching to the choir, yo hacker with the hundred biddies. I need to turn off that sound, <laughs> but thank you. Oh, it's muted. You didn't even hear it. We heard Streamed it. Never mind. It. Yeah, we. Heard I love it. you, <laughs> hacker. Thank you for the hundred biddies. Greatly appreciated. Uh, I wish there was ranked team Slayer and SWAT. Hey, Peter, you're preaching to the choir. Daddy, fuck off. But thank you for the one bit. <laughs> oh, they heard it. Oh shit. Oh, it's still coming through. Yeah, you fucked up. All right. I still love you. It's muted right there though. Oh, the, <laughs> it's right. Look at that. Look at Um. So the HCS coatings look awesome. They're the best. I think that, that the game is going to have to offer, uh, I guess, well, even though I was going to say maybe not the, I mean, they can't hear the one bit though. Okay. Regardless. Fuck you guys. Um, so even I was going to say, I think I, I was about to say the SSG season, um, two coding, like the playoff coding was better than the new SSG one, but no, the, the new SSG one has like a, um, like a circuitry thing yeah. going through it, which yep. looks fucking cool. I will, I will go on record and say this. I think complexity has one of the best ones in the pack and I fucking hate the Dallas Cowboys. I think complexity have one of the best in the pack. If you pay attention to their coding and their sniper coding as well, the, the complexity stars are all woven throughout the entire thing. Oh, you couldn't really tell that from the graphic. I know. I know. If you go back and look at it, looks so fucking good. It's so clean. So again, for those who don't know, for those who may not have watched the trailer or just want some additional clarification, um, all of the coatings. So there, there are a few things that come in the pack that'll come in each pack, right? You will have the coating, the armor core, the armor coating for the Mirage core, which is one of the two new ones that are going to be introduced. Um, and it is, you can only use the armor coatings on the Mirage core. Okay. So keep that in mind. And then, um, the, they they all come with the sniper coating as well. And they all come with individual visors. Okay. Because now that visor colors are cross core, you can use the new visor color with any core you want. And the, and the visors look awesome as well. So things to keep in mind, you can only use the armor coatings on the new Mirage core, which will launch with season three. Um, they all come with sniper skins and they all come with visor skins as well. Um, so there you go. And the face sniper is sick as well. All of them look good. All of them look really, really, really good. And then the last part that I have here in terms of the season three stuff is that uh, there's going to be a new store redesign as well. Oh, really? Yes. 
And I believe it's a massive step in the right direction to better understand the items that are in each bundle. So okay. yeah, they like things are a little things are highlighted a little bit better, and when you click into a bundle, um, like it more easily shows you each piece that's in it instead of having to scroll through each one. Nice. It better shows you what is there. Okay. And for ex- for the for example, um, the HCS bundles, uh, when you go to the HCS page, there's a so it'll have like phase the season three bundle or whatever it is or called. And at the top right corner of that box, there's a number in it. That number corresponds to how many items are in that bundle. So okay. again, just a better visual representation of how many items you were actually getting. So very much looking forward to that. Uh, the other thing as well that I also forgot to mention is because I'm not really talking about the maps in the, in season three that were in the build. I will say I I played against bots. So, but one of them one of them is a rip off of a campaign mission in Infinite when you're running through like the forerunner uh structure that has like kind of the floating pillars, yep. you know. Uh I see I hear people giving it like boarding action vibes from Halo CE. So, take that as you will. Spawns We know how spawns can be fucky on some of these maps. I've heard that spawns could be fucky on this too. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, the other map that is included, and I didn't even realize this, uh, is that originally I thought we were only getting one BTB map and one arena map, when actually we're getting two arena maps and one BTB map. And the other arena map that we're getting, and I forgot the name of it, so I apology, so apologize. Um, I think it's too big for 4v4. Okay. I was only playing against bots. It wasn't a live environment, so I don't I can't definitively say that, but from the time that I spent on it, I thought it was a little too big for 4v4. Let's just say you have a man cannon that brings you literally across the map, the entire map, and you're in the air a long time. Really? Oh, I'm talking like Valhalla man cannon long time. Okay? Just think about that. And yes, the Plaza remake is coming as well, but like that's coming during season three. That's not like with the launch of season three. So there you go. Uh, Uncrowned Newt, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Greatly appreciated. Hope you're enjoying your time. So yeah, some visual updates as well. Good to hear. Love it. Okay, last thing, Battle Pass. Good, bad, ugly. I'm going to show Will a picture. Oh, boy. And I'm going to get his raw reaction. Okay? I'm going to get a raw reaction out of you. Will? Oh, no. This is the level 99. The level 99 premium reward. Okay. What the hell? Yeah, it's a bug guys. You know what the worst part is? No. That's the attachment for the helmet. That's you, the atta- it's not even You get the helmet at premium level 95. So keep that in perspective because that's basically how bad the pass is. Uh Guys, well, I'm still going to work for it all, but you Oh, know. I know me too. I'm going to for those who have not seen it, I'll hold it up to the camera. 
Okay, I know this is hokey, like and shit like that, but I'll, I'll hold it up to the camera so those that are watching live or those that are checking out the YouTube VOD can check this. Again, it's... this is the premium reward for level ninety nine in the premium battle pass for season three. It it makes you question why the things are laid out the way they are, but you know, there it is on camera. Chat, what what the fuck am I looking at? Yeah. You know what, Will? It's like the new Seeker. That's exactly it's what I was going to say. Seeker if Justin's shit. still here, this is the new fucking Seeker helmet. You're welcome, you ass. Yeah, the, the logo isn't real. Yes, the logo's not real. You like the... Shut the fuck up, Tools. No, you don't. The whole battle pass uh, leaked on Twitter... Should I drop it in the Discord? I know we said no leaks in the Discord. Um, I am actually going to say yes, go ahead, because when I talked to Unishek at the event, yeah, I'm like, pretty cool what you guys did there on basically showing everything. Yeah. And he's like, well, we thought about it, and since it's done, why not? And I'm like, well, fuck, okay. So, yeah, go ahead. You can post that video. I give permission to do so. Feel free. But yes, traditionally, for those who don't know, I don't necessarily like leaks in the Discord server because it's not, it's not been confirmed. But this was on a literal build at the event. Pretty much confirmed. All confirmed. All confirmed. Raider, hater, welcome back. Um, Slippery's with tools. Oh, God, no, please, no. The helmet's so bad. The helmet's bad. The attachment's bad. It's fucking, ugh. God damn it. Um, someone earlier, I, I, I apologize, doubling back on this from a long time ago. Someone asked if we had a P.O. box or something like that. We don't. Um, but if you wanted to send something, uh, hit us up in the DMs and I'll talk to you about it and we'll see if we can get something going. But I, ju I just remember seeing someone say that. So, um. I'll five your ass with a bandit and then bag you with my buggy face. <laughs> Please do. Please do. I wouldn't pa I wouldn't put it past you. I wouldn't put it past you. But that, when I saw that, like scrolling through, I'm like, there. Th for what it's worth, there are some genuinely cool coatings and stuff that are in the pass. Like there's like magma stuff, like red and black stuff. Looks really clean. Love it. Uh, there's pizza coatings. Oh, they're bringing back pizza. They Let's are bringing go. back pizza stuff. That's cool. It's just the, there are just some bonkers shit that they're putting in there. It's like, and these are the high level premium rewards that you're giving. That's so cool. And that tools, that's exactly it. If it wasn't as high of a level, because every single event pass, every single battle pass that we've gotten so far has had some pretty decent to great higher level premium rewards. And the fact that this one, to me, everything, art's subjective. Um, it's, for me, it ain't it. But it is what it is. See, would I rather have the good stuff early? Sure, tools. But at the same time, as a company, would I want people to have to continue to play to get the good stuff? Yeah. Because it keeps them playing the fucking game. Oh. 
So there you go. Jules, I like bug. I'm glad you like bug. I love lamp. Bzz, bzz, motherfucker. I hate you. All right. It's a bug's life season. Bug life. Jesus Christ. Oh, I do remember swole. I do. I miss those days. I miss the days where you had to do the Vidmaster challenges to get recon. I miss those days quite a lot, but whatever bug map. When great question, uh, brackets and pools links. Oh, I mean, brackets and VOD links are included in the Google doc of the show. notes. the show exclamation point show notes in chat or the description of the audio version or VOD on YouTube. If you're checking that out, all the links are included to everything that we talk about. They're all there. Check them out, including the links to the LVT streams. Check it out. That's it for our topic. Will, as we close out for the topic of the show, final thoughts on Charlotte. I mean, all the behind the scenes stuff aside, it was still a great event to watch competitiveness was top tier. Um, just wish we would have got to see more, you know? Agreed with that statement. All in all, all the bullshit aside, tournament was pretty fucking rocking. And Samantha, I, I, yeah, I remember. I remember. There are good aspects of Infinite. I just feel like it has a cracked foundation. We always kept saying that the foundation's so good. I, I think that foundation's cracked right now. And I hope that season three, here's all the hopium again. I hope that season three means that we're starting to fill that crack in the foundation. And Zarn, you're right. The mac and cheese was good. And you had to eat a lot of it because of your... Uh, had a wisdom tooth pulled. Oh no! Yeah, so he could only eat soft food, so he could he had to have a lot of mac and cheese. It's pretty funny, but the mac and cheese was great. So there's that. Okay, Briggs, that's a statement. Oh, real quick, the last thing I want to state about Charlotte is a personal story. The one that Snag alluded to at the very beginning of the show. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Airbnb for a minute. Okay. <laughs> Friday night. Friday night. I fly in. Again, it was my daughter's birthday on that Friday. So I took a late flight. I got in around 9.30, 10 o'clock Eastern PM on Friday night. We, uh, we go out um, for a... a Short night on the town, if you will. We didn't even fucking end up doing anything. And so Snag and I are walking back to the Airbnb and we find a street vendor who has hot dogs and we hadn't eaten anything. Oh no. So we get hot dogs. Oh. No, it was great. No, no, no. Okay. The hot dogs were fine. Okay. okay. The hot dogs were fine. I thought that was going to take no, a turn. No, trust me. Woo. I want to, I want to start with the good that happens and then get to the shit storm that happened. Okay. So these hot dogs we're good. Um, we're get we're 
saying our good nights, all that stuff, prepping for the next day. It's like 1 2 o'clock in the morning now. And uh venue opens at nine. We're big chilling. We'll go to bed. So I go to bed. Again, this is around 1 2 o'clock in the morning, ladies and gentlemen, on a Friday night. The next thing that happens, now keep in mind, we are from Minnesota, okay? I live in a house. You live in a house. The Airbnb that we stayed at was not a house. It was more like an apartment. It was a condo. We, 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 were, in okay. a, we were in a condo that was in the city of Charlotte. Okay, it wasn't outside the city. It was in the city of Charlotte. The next thing I hear at f- fucking, I'll say 4 o'clock in the morning, because frankly, I didn't even look at my phone to know what time it was. But all I hear on our door is, bang, 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 Wait. Bang, 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 bang. I'm freaking out. Yeah. Like, again, four in the morning, I'm freaking out. What's Snag doing? He is fucking lights out. Oh, my let's God. Let's keep things, let's put things into perspective. He's on the couch on the main level where the door is. I'm oh, no. upstairs in the bed. This motherfucker doesn't hear a thing. I, Midwestern boy over here, is freaking out in bed. What the fuck's going on? Yup. He does not making a sound down there. So I, honest to God, thought, I thought many a thing. I thought, holy shit, we're going to get fucking broken in. We're going to get mugged the fuck right now. Somebody's going to bust through that fucking door. I don't know what is happening. And Snag isn't making a fucking sound. <laughs> Do I, do I say something? Do I shout down to him? Because he seems fine. Is there a people on the door that I could go check? I'm scared. I don't want to go check. Like, I'm fucking, I'm freaking out. So I didn't get any sleep on Friday night. Friday morning comes around. I tell Snag in the morning what had happened. And this motherfucker's like, what? I didn't hear anything. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? So we come to find out that there is a trash chute literally right next to our door. And so snag had the idea. Thanks Briggs. Snag had the idea that maybe that banging that I was hearing was not on the door, but somebody was trying to fucking punch a like trash into the trash chute. Right. And I'm like, okay, dumb. But, okay, that makes sense. What do you mean, hacker? So, I'm like, okay, if that's what that is, that's fucking stupid, whatever. Because, also at the same time, immediately after all that banging, there was a loud crash of what sounded like bottles on the floor. So maybe it was somebody trying to get rid of garbage and they couldn't fucking shove it through the trash chute because it wasn't that big. But, and literally I can't, I, I 
that trash chute was literally right next to our door. Okay. So, oh no, trust me, hacker. No, because what you're about to hear puts everything into perspective. (sighs) Later that day, we come back to the Airbnb. Later that day, it was later that day, right? Snag or it was Sunday. Either way, it was later on Saturday or it was Sunday. We come back to the Airbnb. And we're there for a while and we're getting ready to head out again. And we're getting ready to leave. This is middle of the day, right? Getting ready to leave. Head back to the venue, I think is what we're doing. We open up the door and we're heading out. And our neighbor opens the door, opens their door. Yeah. And was like, hey, did you guys order a pizza last night? Oh, no. (laughs) Snag and I look at each other like, no. And I, it all came, it all, (laughs) it all came into fucking perspective, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit. Someone had ordered a fucking pizza at three to four in the goddamn morning. And here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Not only was that person delivering to the wrong place because it wasn't us. Yeah. But at the same time, the person who ordered it never paid for it. So our neighbor did. He bought the pizza. He bought the pizza. That motherfucker, he was super sweet. That motherfucker asked us, did you guys order a pizza last night? No. Is that what that banging was? He's like, yeah, he's banging on your door for a while trying to give you a pizza. Like, no, we didn't order a pizza. He's like, oh, that's good because I bought it off him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least it worked out in the end. Dude, I, guys... I'm from Minnesota. I don't have people banging on my door. Even a pizza fucking delivery guy. But at four in the morning, I'm freaking the fuck out when Snag's ass is just sleeping his ass off downstairs. Next to the fucking door. Oh, no. And yes, the fucking donuts. That was something, too. Did you see on Twitter the, uh, do- yeah, the, oh, the donuts. The That's donuts, yeah. About. It was, uh, was it was, that, it was literal. Enough? No, but we did see the aftermath. We we yeah. walked by. It was literally Tokyo Drift. Yeah, people standing in the middle, car going around. Yeah, no, it was, it was literally the scene of when Han is, like, drifting around the girls in the center. Sure. That literal scene. That it was Tokyo Drift <laughs> in Charlotte. Tool says it was literally underneath this window. See, there you go. Fucking Call of Duty skirt, skirt. I forget who had it, but... And I we think- heard it. We heard it. But uh, we didn't see it because we were... Like, we were fifteen a 15-minute 15 walk away from the venue. Someone from the event was on the street when that started happening. Oh, got, like, no. Uh, was, it, it. was it... Was um, it... Who the fuck... Tools, who the fuck was it that got on the news? Someone got on the news. He's your boy. 
Mikowski, that's it. Oh, and Magic did too? Yeah, I saw the Mikowski thing and he fucking, he was memeing. He was memeing hard. <laughs> Maybe they're practicing for the NASCAR Hall of Fame? Dude, I don't know. We did hear, I heard the the skirt skirts, but like, no, we saw the, we saw the donuts after the fact as we walked past them. So. Oh, that's fucking hilarious, Maddie. Jesus Christ. Um, and yeah, like Snag said, he woke up to my soft ass alarm. Like nothing happened. The the pizza night. Hmm. That motherfucker sleeps through the pounding at the fucking door, but wakes up to my phone alarm that is upstairs. Snag, what's going on, man? Oh, I was I was fucking mad. What's I was happening? so mad. Says so Charlotte. Was a trip. Literally. I had a great time, though. It was awesome. Wouldn't trade it for the world. Conversations that I had with people were phenomenal. And also, to anybody that took the time to chat, that came up and got stickers, thank you guys so much. You guys are amazing. And uh, thank you for taking the time to not only talk to us, but also like just for being at the event. Thanks for, if you, if you had the means to do so, thank you for being there. It's, it's great to see people. It's great to have those seats filled and we all just love competitive halo through and through. Um, so yeah. And yes, Texas, Texas, Texas is what's coming up. And we'll see you there. We'll see you there. There's my fucking door knocking story. All right. It's time for the regular news. <laughs> you know, fat finger in the button. It's okay. My bad. it's okay. It's okay. Yes, Meek. I fucking, and I will, I can't wait to talk to you more as well. Uh, career progression is not expected for season three. This is my sketch. He says it's in active development, but not expected for season three. We'll definitely share more when we are able. So that sucks, but what are you going to do? And then there's the Forge Features article for February 24th, 2023 by 343. That's it for the regular news. Got a game's watch! Xbox signs a 10-year agreement with NVIDIA. It's by Phil Phil Spencer. almost said Phil Femfer. So we signed a 10-year agreement with NVIDIA that will allow GeForce Now players to stream Xbox PC games as well as Activision Blizzard PC titles, including Call of Duty, following the acquisition. We're committed to bringing more games to more people, however they choose to play. That's pretty cool. Whereas uh, Nature Walk would say, it's pretty neat. Pretty neat. That's it for Con Other Games Watch. Sidebar! Those adventures with an I'm going to try this. And other games, too! Oh, my God. Is my voice back? You're getting there. Oh, I feel, I hope, like, I don't fuck it over tonight, and then tomorrow I'm a travesty again. Well, what'd you play last week? I played Halo Infinite. Oh, my God. I uh, decided to switch over to PC from Xbox, just because, just testing things out. And um, got the frame rate working well enough. Everything seemed pretty smooth. Um, I also just wanted to test playing on mouse and keyboard. Mm. Um, shot feels good. It's the movement that's different for me. It's not, it's not what it is with a controller. Um, but anyway, I had my, 
I had my first PC crash mid game and it was so, so infuriating. Um, I was playing with overkill and a fine guy and it was Slayer Aquarius and I was slaying my ass off. Just saying, uh, I was, I was, I think I was leading the game for, for slays and I was top mid fighting. I think, uh, fighting over camo Mm -hmm. and, I was on the side by where you drop down for shock nades and I, I jumped to finish the BR fight, but someone slid out a util and got the last shot on me mm-hmm. and it did the animation where it was like the neon animation, you know, where my, your body glows yeah. and like it froze <laughs> on that, on that animation. Jesus Christ. And you know, the audio was going and the, the screen popped up, Halo Infinite has stopped working. And I'm like, well, no shit. So I had to, had to leave. And I was like, that's my sign calling it a night. Um, yeah. Had a terrible run earlier in the day too. Uh, seven losses in a row. Uh, three of which people, other, either teammates didn't load in or it crashed. And... Um, I think I was. I should have probably stopped playing because I, I, my, I was mentally not in it after that with having three games, um, where people weren't there, and it is what it is. But man, it was a it was a rough day of Halo. Say that. <laughs> That's all I played. What about you, Josh? Um. People in chat are talking about like how often or how not often they crash on PC. Yeah. I think Snag to answer your question, like how do people crash so often? Like you you know the answer to that question. Everybody knows the answer to that question. It's that there's so many different variables at play in terms of PC hardware, PC configurations, settings, optimizations, all that. When on a Series X it's all the same hardware. They know exactly how it should function, and it functions near perfectly. Now, not I'm not talking about perfectly in a sense of like the most frames, the most fidelity, whatever, but no, it plays perfectly on that console for the constraints that are had. But on PC, with the amount of variables at play, they can try to optimize for every single type of thing that players have. And they and you'd probably, what, you'd go off of what the most used hardware is on Steam? You know? Like the most used graphics card in PCs at that point in time, whatever it is, and you try to optimize for that? I don't have no fucking idea. But it's just... It just sucks, man. It sucks. It was, and Snag, I fucking know it was rhetorical. I'm answering for others who may not understand it, you ass. And I fucking told you you knew the answer to it. Fuck you. God, you're going to be the new Maddie Rums around here. Uh oh. It's going to say fuck you to Snag all the time now. Maddie, I might not say it to you anymore. Get excited. <laughs> He's like, finally, the day has come. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. There's no command for snag. Jesus Christ. Okay, Slippery, let's go. <laughs> All right, let's calm down, Chad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's not give... Let's not give snag... 
The fuck yous are my thing, okay? It's a gesture of love. Unless it's directed towards Maddie, in which case, it's a gesture of love. Um, I play Destiny 2. Yeah. And I want to give a big, huge, massive shout out to uh, Pancakes, if you're still here. Uh, big shout out to you. Also, a semi shout out to Snag for dealing with this as we did it, because he was also at the Airbnb at the time. But uh, so for those who don't know, uh, Destiny's new expansion, Lightfall, released today. As a matter of fact, um, I am craving to play it. I have not touched it yet because typically when an expansion releases for especially destiny, things are kind of wonky at first in terms of server stability. Uh, yeah. So I kind of wait, but either way, and we had the show today. So that's besides the point. So, uh, I had worked, uh, pancakes had helped me and we'd gotten the revision zero. Um, we got the revision zero exotic, uh, pulse rifle. Okay. And, uh, it's, it was with the season of the Seraph, the one that just ended. And, uh, you needed to progress through that to, in order to unlock the exotic mission. Then you get the exotic woohoo. But the special part about this exotic is that there are four catalysts that you can get for the gun four. Okay. And how you get the catalyst is you do some remedial things for each one. And then the last step for all four of them is you have to do that exotic mission one more time on legend difficulty and find four dead exos, one for each catalyst. You can do it all at the same time. You don't have to do the mission four times, okay? As long as each of those quest steps are on the final step, you can do all of them at the same time, do the mission once. So we did that. But the question was, how are we going to do that if I was in Charlotte? Well, I packed my gaming laptop. I figured. Yes, and uh, I talked to Pancakes about it. I'm like, should I do it? Should I not do it? Fuck it, I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll try to find time. But if I don't, it is what it is. I got drunk at the event on Saturday. Or was this on Sunday? I got drunk at the event on Sunday. And this is the first time I've ever done anything like that. And I had a great time. It was a great time. Thank you, Pancakes. It was Sunday. We are heading back to the Airbnb. This was right after... Um, Thanks, Snag. I'm doing all right. Clearly, I'm doing this right now. Um. Oh, you're talking about Zarners. Fuck you. I wish you cared about my mouth. So <laughs> that could be taken out of context. Um, Zarners, I hope you're doing okay. So the thing. <laughs> so we head back to the venue. This was after Championship Sunday had concluded because since only the top four teams moved to Sunday the stream ended way early, like a lot earlier than normal. Right. Mm-hmm. So I head back to the venue. I'm mean, not the venue. Head back to the Airbnb with snag. And I'm messaging pancakes. But I'm going to fucking be on like 15 minutes. I'll be ready. I'm drunk. Okay. Get upstairs, sit down, get going. And the mission's fairly long and it's on legend difficulty. So things are way harder. And so for half of the mission, I was just, you know, trying my best. But let's say bullets may not have directly be going in the line of sight of enemies. They may have been a little to the left or a little bit of the right, you know, maybe. So after midway through the mission. So pancakes, thanks for soloing a legendary mission. No, no, no. This is why I'm giving him a lot of shout out here because he deserves it. Um... Wardog says, what are the chances that y'all help me get better at Halo Infinite? Hey, join the Discord if you haven't already. There are, uh... There are peeps you can play with if you'd like to. Go check it out. 
Also, Beth, if I didn't say welcome back, welcome back to you as well. Um, regardless. So he helped me, and we got to the midway point of the mission. I started to like feel like the buzz was going away. And then we get to the final boss. Thank you, Pancakes. We get to the final boss, and we were fucking locked in. Because for, for those who don't know, on Legend difficulty, um, you only get one revive per teammate. Yep. Same thing with the Witch Queen Yeah, that we played. Yep, the Legendary Campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you only get one revive per teammate. Um, and we had both used them, I would say, fairly early on in the fight. The, the time we beat it and yeah, our communication was just on fucking point. Our setup was on point. Pancakes found a great bot, a great spot to stay. Um, and we just, we had everything locked in and we got it done. So I got all four catalysts before the reset. Very nice. Before downtime because destiny went on downtime for a while. So I was happy about that. So shout out pan- pancakes. You're fucking awesome. Zig, have a great night, man. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you. See you at the next event. Um. Also, Loki waiting for the Airbnb host to message me about keeping it down because his uh, this man was screaming in the beginning. Snag, it was during the day. Who gives a shit? And did you see that she wrote us a review? She called me your coworker. Oh yeah, she said we were great. So fuck you, man. Snag really is becoming the fuck you guy now, huh? That's really what it feels like. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. Oh, you told her I was your coworker? What the fuck? All right. I don't believe it. Josh wasn't loud at all this weekend. No, I kept my voice down the entire time. He listened to the show. I talk like this the whole time. So. That's why I play Play Destiny 2. I'm really excited to play Lightfall. And I'm genuinely excited for Season 3 of Infinite, even though the Battle Pass looks... Time for some shout-outs. Shout-outs to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. We have Scheist, uh, Sergeant Salt, Diligent One, Margs, or Marga, P. Monet, Fire Ninja, Pavidian, um, Azrael, Mitten, Skaboop, or is it Shaboop? Either way. Uh, Hacker, Epic Gamer, the original, JJD, Ben Jammin, Metal, I'm just going to say Metal, Smiley, Ruthless, Mark, Midnight Chickens, and Uncrowned Newt. Thank you all for the follows. That is greatly appreciated and then beth with the 34 month re-subarino hacker with the primer colonel with the uh tier one subarino beth with the five fucking gifted logan with the four month resub prez with the two month resub colonel flom with the gifted sub outlaw with the gifted sub small daddy with the three month resub outlaw with the gifted sub uncle puppy with the nine-month tier three subs. Fucking wow. 
Brian with the 29 month sub, he says, was there a new hammer in the season three preview? I didn't see a new hammer. How about assault? Was there assault? I didn't see assault. Please help. Also, I didn't actually watch the video. Maybe it was there. Someone help. New hammer when, when please help. Assault when please help. Also, sup, dudes. There, I read his paragraph. You did after he's probably gone. Yep, I don't fucking care. Justin with the 26-month resub. Riznak with the five gifted. Meek with the submarine. Thank you very much for the subs, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Like a little fucking song. That was for you. Look at that. That was for you. And then fucking... <laughs> The 100 bits from Hacker, and then the singular bits just to get a rise out of us, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. You all get a woo! There it is. There, there you go. If you're there waiting for your woo. I'm not even going to acknowledge that one that came through. Just kidding. Thanks, Hacker. Wait, wait. something something's came up? The bit. What, what bit? What do you want? Oh, what do you want? What are you doing? You're like, I'm not going to acknowledge it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to acknowledge what it. What the fuck are you doing? I'm just playing. Man. Will has yet to call me daddy. You're going to have to wait. Oh, man. And see? It's going to be, yeah. I love it. It's going to be, you will, yeah. It's, it's got to be the right moment, you know? It's got to be. Got to, got to be. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Shout out to everyone. Who is a subscriber on the Patreon? What about Zaddy? No. Wait, was it 68 bits? Oh, hacker. Uh oh. Here's oh. the rest. Oh, okay. So 69. Nice. Fucking nice. Thank you to every patron who is at the semi pro and above tier. That includes high tech redneck, uh, Glenn which is Wraith, if I'm not mistaken, or Wrath. Um, Logan, Justin, Jordan, Davey, Wavy, Elated Dart, uh, Carnage. Thank you all so very much for the continued support over on Patreon. Will will shout that out in a little bit. Tonight's final rat counter was eight. Wednesday, Chiss Protoc, Gold Tier, Prestige, six. Never got this shit on Friday, bitch. Optic, learn from your fucking mistakes. Shout out to everyone who picked up some merch on the new store, including those who get on it, who got in on the Charlotte drop. Yes, thank you. You guys are amazing. I hope you guys liked that first of many drops that we're going to do. Um, the plan as of right now is to do an exclusive drop for each major event. Um, so if you missed out on the Charlotte drop, don't fret. There will be more where that came from, just with different colors. So stay tuned. Did you see the note on your order, though? I'll fucking go look. God damn it. But seriously, to everybody who has uh, picked up a piece of merch, thank you all so very much. It's a brand new store. We put a lot of time into it. Uh, did a lot of research into figuring out if this is what we wanted to do. Uh, loving it so far. We love the quality so far as well. We've gotten samples. Everything seems to be good so far. And yeah. Thank you guys for supporting us even further. It's fucking unbelievably appreciated. So you guys are awesome. When's the sustainable shirt coming out? We really should make something like that. There's a lot of things we need to do. Uh, Zig, thank you for the primer. Greatly appreciated. You get a woo uh, snag. Green HTS Pro Talk logo fucking win. Maybe at the Optic Major? 
Huh. huh. Crazy. Maybe the optic major would be a green logo? Huh. <laughs> maybe there might be a maybe there might be a hold on. Maybe there <laughs> might be a little cowboys rendition for another Texas event. Maybe? We'll have to wait and see. Taco Bell merch when? Oh, great idea. Quadrant? No, so we're we're only gonna do exclusive drops for the majors. For each major that takes place. We want we want to give your wallet a chance to recuperate. You know what I mean? God knows mine isn't. I hate you, Snag. <laughs> I found the note. And I love you at the same time. But I, I do agree that Taco Bell merch would be unbelievably fucking amazing. Like if we did our logo in a rendition of like a, of like a styling of the Taco Bell logo. How cool would that be? Do they have trademark on that logo style? The Taco Bell? Yeah. I, I assume they do. Probably. Obviously not the colors, so we could do something like that. But, like, I just think it would be. I mean, funny enough. You're wearing the Taco Bell shirt? Wearing the Taco Bell shirt You know today. what's funny? I have that in my closet, too. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Worth going to jail for? I don't know about that. But, no, I'm guaranteed they don't have copyright over the colors in said logo. So we could do a rendition of ours with said colors, or we could do. We get funky. We get funky with it. I like the idea. Actually, no, I love the idea. Uh, congratulations to Oath on joining G1 as a content creator. That's fucking rad. Greatly deserved. She's a great person. So shout out to her. Happy belated six-year anniversary to Halo Wars 2. And they released the trailer song, as a matter of fact. And that song is awesome. That song is many, 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 many years old, and they never released it. So now they did, and it's great. And then happy belated birthday to Elamite and Hines as well. Happy belated birthday to you, gents. Hope the birthday was great. And, uh, you know, that's that. Community Creations. Halo memes every day. Red.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Navi Halo on qualifying to the kickoff major by Navi. Go check out that video. Judgment Day Ascension HCS Worlds Seattle 22 by G1. And then uh, the first of many HCS Charlotte photo albums. This one by Reese Martinez. Uh, So not Snag. Snag's name is also Reese. But not him. It's not you, so fuck off. Yeah. That's all I got. Will, if you wouldn't yeah. mind plugging the show. As Josh mentioned, we have a Patreon. We're doing some extra content over there, uh, extra audio show, video show, and some other things as well. So if you want to support us even further than what we're already doing for the live show, check out our Patreon. Lots of good things over there. Uh, and as always, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well, like Josh's favorite. Pocket Cast, not an ad. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. We do have a Discord. Join the community discussion. Link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show or exclamation point Discord and chat or on our link tree on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, we have some social media sites. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter is obviously uh, main communication, but the other ones as well if you're looking for some updates. Ronan, no, he does not. 
Don't get me fucking. Oh, no. Don't, do not. Let's not, let's not stop go it, down Ronan. that road. Stop it. Uh, if you want to check any VODs out, our interview series is all over on YouTube, youtube.com slash HGS Pro Talk. If you're listening and want to watch us live, we're on twitch.tv slash HGS Pro Talk, usually Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Time. Yes, we are. Uh, speaking about, I should move this up to the social medias, but we have a TikTok, put two videos up, and that's been a, about it, like a, what, a year ago? <laughs> Things might be coming to TikTok. Uh, and if you go to hgsprotalk.com, it'll actually, actually bring you somewhere else now. It'll bring you over to evolvedhalo.com. Your home for Halo! Be sure to check out the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved. They have great shows such as Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus, Book Club, Builds with Blocks, Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide. And Forge Findings, I think, is their new show that they're calling it. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Evolved. Evolved. Yes, exactly. Go check out Podcast Evolve. Great people. Great content. Fox Spot. Worth a look. Fox Spot, thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciated. And there's Colonel that you asked before about the P.O. box. We don't, but hit us up in the DMs and we'll we'll see what we'll talk. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk. Um awesome. Is that um, it? That's all I got, Josh. All right. Well, three hours deep. Yeah. I talked a lot. I apologize. And I ranted a lot. Again, I apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 276 of HCS Pro Talk. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in live if you are here. Thank you for checking out the audio version of the show on your favorite podcast service or checking out the VOD on YouTube if that's what you like. Are we going to we gonna host up tonight? Yes, we'll host up. Uh, we're going to go raid Spartan, as a matter of fact. Yes, we are going to raid up Spartan. So, Swole Daddy, don't be an asshole. All right? God damn it. He's, I think he's already banned. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come hang out with us and talk about Halo. We love it. You love it. We're all here about it. And, uh, we'll be back next week to talk about God fucking knows what, but we love you. We'll see you then. And until then, Oh, thanks for over a thousand followers on Twitch, by the way. That's oh, really yeah. fucking cool too. Thank you. That's... You guys are amazing. We'll see you next week. Until then.